Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, a little bit shorter show, kind of, sort of, tonight. Um, we won't take 40 minutes talking about a movie tonight, um, but we do have three episodes of The Wilds, along with Fear of the Walking Dread and Strange New Worlds. So... As soon as my lovely co-hosts get here, we will get rocking. Um, in the meantime, what else can I talk about? Um, Who Killed Sarah comes on. Uh, season, yeah, third and final season of Who Killed Sarah is on Netflix starting tomorrow, so I know what I'll be watching. Um, what else have I been watching? Pretty much just... Uh, podcast shows. Um, I saw yesterday on Amazon that the Kids in the Hall revival is back. Very excited. Um, haven't started watching yet this, that yet, though, but that was a great show back in the day, and I can't wait to see what they, they are going to do now that they're all a lot older. That should be fun. Um, let's see. Finally watched Coming to America Part Two. Um, it was good. It was cute, nostalgic. They even made a joke about making sequels to movies thirty years later that didn't need to be made that nobody asked for. Um, so that was fun. Um, what else did I watch? I feel like something else. Uh, what else have I done? I blasted through a couple Harlan Coben miniseries on Netflix, figured out most of those, In the Woods and the new one, Hold Tight, figured out most of those. Oh, goody, I co-host finally. I was running out of things to talk about. Hello. Hello, Jamie. How are you this evening? Uh, got a headache. I'm getting, you hear me doing something, I'm getting... Of course now. you do. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I am good. I'm surprised Karen's not here yet. I was just funny, I was just gonna text her and she just texted she'll be there in a second. Okay, cool. All right. Well I guess we'll probably I assume we'll probably do fear first unless she's too much longer. Um, no, she's here. She okay, just came good. on. She literally meant a second. Yeah. Hi, right. you guys. How are you? Hello. Hello, Karen. You literally meant a second. I I thought I was going to be a little bit longer, and then I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, hi. Nice to be here. How are you guys? Hello. Wonderful. Great yeah. to have you. We have a short show tonight, um, huh? Yep. A little bit shorter. Did you want to start with fear and get it over and done with? Let's get fear to walk it. Yeah. Over and done with? Yeah. Over and done with. All right. Let's do it. Um, this week's episode was about – oh, so Morgan – Morgan has the baby. He has baby Mo, but there's like 1,000 walkers following him, which... Yeah, from the boat. Yeah. Yeah, which was a little... 
uh, I mean, you know, we're now, we're now at the point in the development of the series where this is a massive thing that happens, and it happens off screen, right? Like, the episode opens, and somehow the entire moat of walkers are just following Morgan. Um, I don't know. But he thinks it's a good idea because um, the moat of walkers are what prevents them, he says, from attacking I mean, we talked about this mode of walkers as kind of ridiculous because how do they get in and out? But whatever. Um, Well, and so there's a whole. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the one thing that confuses me, though, is is yes, if they're in a moat, it shouldn't be that easy for them to get out. But um, unless Strand, you know, lets them out. But my my main concern and question about this is. I think at one point Morgan says something, doesn't he say to Alicia, like, we have, like, to do it tonight, right? That That's the stuff yeah. when he says we have to attack tonight. Okay. Yeah. He says that the reason they have to attack now is because they get all those walkers out from the moat, but all he has to do is turn the light back on and they'll, uh, they'll come back. So that seems a little too, I don't know. Simple? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Like, basically. you can just turn on that light and you'll automatically get a thousand. I mean, yeah, I guess it will. I mean, I guess it will. Draw walkers. Will it happen overnight? I don't know. Like, like I, I don't know how many walkers could really be moving about the land at this point. Like, how many are really still alive, right? Like, not only do we not see that many walkers around, but there was a nuclear bomb and whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's now all you kind of like. You haven't watched the one on AMC Plus yet, correct? Not that no, I haven't, I haven't watched next week's episode yet. No. No. All right. Um, um, so. So, and there's a whole separate thing going on, which is Sherry and Dwight. Yeah. Um, you know, I who are... really, really like Sherry and Dwight, but I kind of find their story somewhat boring now. And I, I'm it not is. sure what it is. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I just found this episode, I didn't find this episode bad, per se. I just found it somewhat boring. Like, they were the couple that you wanted to make it, and... It just seems like I think part of it to me also is that they went through so much to be together, and I feel like Sherry is always sabotaging it. And granted, I understand why she did, and I think it was pretty obvious. I mean, as soon as she started doing that, I was from the very beginning like she's totally pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) Because I thought that was pretty obvious. But, um, I mean, so I get it. But I also don't understand why they get buried underground and they just quit trying to get out. Like, there's rocks. They look like they're fairly small rocks. Like, they could dig themselves out. But they just kind of sit there like they're going to die. And then as soon as she, you know, looks at the pregnancy test and finds out she's pregnant, they're like, well, now we're going to keep going. Like, why did you give up in the first place? That part irritated me. Well, I was a little confused how they – that's the same tunnel that already collapsed once on top of Alicia. That's where Alicia got bit, right? Yeah, well, I, I think they had dug part of it out to get through maybe, or maybe they didn't know it was half collapsed. I, I didn't, yeah, that part yeah. was not real clear why they went through that way other than that was the only chance. And also, if they know they're listening to them on the radio, why do they keep telling each other their plans on the radio? <laughs> well, I mean, that's been a problem for a couple seasons now, right? That they just, although they do occasionally now say things. <laughs> right. Yeah, they do occasionally now say things like, oh, no, the Rangers might have hurt us. So what, you know, um, be careful what you say. They might hear us. Like, occasionally people say that now. There seems to be some small right, acknowledgement. Right, to be like, where should we go? 
no, we can't go there because the Rangers have hurt us. Like, they discussed with Felicia where to go, and then they're like, we yeah. can't do that. Like, what was the – it's just, I don't know. Some of those episodes seem counterintuitive. Um, so, yeah, and the yeah. fact that they just randomly have a raft now, and that's why you asked me – you said something about this woman that just shows up. I believe the whole point that that woman was showing up was, was simply for the raft. I don't think there was any purpose to her other than the raft. Point for her being there. doesn't even yeah. go with them. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Good. No, go ahead. No, I just say the one mm-hmm. thing that, the part that I, I, I think was kind of interesting is their kind of discussion and, and fight of, like, when he tells her to go to the tower, that woman, because she's kind yeah. of like, we're supposed to be telling people to help, we're supposed to be telling people to help us, and you're telling her to do the opposite and go against us. I thought that that yeah. was kind of interesting because she's like, well, yeah, but it's more important her kid, kids survive. So I thought that part, that discussion was a little bit interesting. And, and, and I kind of don't mind the fact where she's like afraid, wants him to leave because she's afraid that he will do what he doesn't want to just to protect the baby. But it should still be his choice. I, it, like, not that it irritates me from a writing, for, from that it's written that I don't mean it in that sense, but when people do that, it's always like if he wants to risk his life or he wants to do that, it's not fair that she's trying to make the choice for him and being like, you know, I'm not going to let you come with me because you'll ruin your life. Like if he loves her, there's nothing wrong with him wanting to do that, and that should be his decision. That's how I look at it. But um, well, I mean, I this, is a, this is a very this is a very Sherry thing to do. Like Sherry has been making those decisions all along. Like Sherry left him on the first show on walking dead because Sherry made that decision. Right. And then Sherry, you know, when they finally found each other on fear the walking dead after, after like Dwight literally walked halfway across the country to try to find her. And then remember she was going to leave when she was with the mass people and he first found her. Yeah. Like, like Sherry, like that's Sherry's thing. Like Sherry, I'm not, Sometimes I feel like Sherry's a runner, but I, I don't know. She's kind of like she keeps leaving Dwight, and every time she leaves him, she says it's for his own good. But I think it's really that she's a she's afraid, right? Um, That's true. And she's That's a way to look at it. And she says, "Oh, if we go in the tower, you're going to turn back into like like Negan's henchman again, right?" Um, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't really think that Dwight. That wouldn't happen. Dwight's not that guy anymore, right? I don't think it would happen either, and I think she should trust him. But I, I don't know so much. I don't know so much that she meant necessarily. Oh, you're going to turn into this evil guy. I think she more meant you're going to turn into she, that person that you didn't want to be, that you tried so hard not to be. Like I don't think it was thought he'd be bad per se. Just but that the person he doesn't bad. want to be. The person he doesn't yeah. want to be is the bad guy. That was that was Negan's right. Henchman. I just didn't take it. I guess quite as extreme as what she meant, but or what she said. But maybe she did mean it that yeah. way. It's hard to tell. All right, fair enough. I mean, I but um, yeah. I I don't know. I just I found some of this episode a little a little slow and a little boring. It wasn't totally bad. So nothing, it was just slow. Nothing actually happened in this episode except for Sherry turning up pregnant. Really, nothing happened. So. Morgan walks around with 1,000 zombies following him, and then, like, he almost literally bumps right into Alicia. Like, that, I texted you when I saw that part where Alicia, like, 
who taps Morgan on the shoulder and he's like, oh my God, you scared the shit out of me, right? Or whatever. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's like, like once point. again, once again, they literally bunch into each other in the middle of Texas and she manages, like, I'm so sick of, like, she snuck up on him. Like, I'm sorry, Jamie, if we can't, in the zombie apocalypse, if people sm- sneak up on you, like, how long can you live, right? Like, it just, I don't yeah. know. Like, this whole, um, Alicia he's, looks terrible. He's leaving, though, like, he's never going to see them again, too, because he's going on a raft. And it's like, you know he's going to see them again in a couple days, probably, because that's what oh, happens. You know, like, you'll find them again and episode, walk around for a while. <laughs> after this episode, I looked at a map. So I'm not sure where they're supposed to be. But they're near Galveston, right? So Galveston is, like, on a barrier island off the coast of Texas, like, basically in the Gulf of Mexico, right? But there's all these, like, little inlets and bays. Um, so I don't know where they're supposed to be, where the, like, Galveston's really close to Houston. Is that where the tower is supposed to be? Like, I, the tower is, I don't know. I know. Like, I have read that where they're shooting the tower, like, the actual location is in Austin, which is really far yeah, away from Galveston. Um, but for him to be on this little raft, and he wasn't going out, like, into the Gulf of Mexico. It didn't look like a big body of water like the Gulf of Mexico. It didn't have any, like, waves or anything, right? Um, and they did mention an inlet. So maybe he's in, like, kind of this bay. But I just feel like this, I don't know. Like, I'm like, where is he going on this, like, in fact, even at the end of it, they're like, where are you going? And he's like, I don't know. What if I can't go anywhere? And um, Mo Collins, Sarah, her character Sarah says, just like go float around a couple times and come back or whatever, right? Like I'm not yeah, which I think like is kind of interesting or like not interesting but funny that you said that because the right. way this show works, that is probably what will happen. Yes, because he's you not going to actually you know he's go gonna anywhere. He's going to show yeah, up again. Yeah, go away next while week. we're yeah. fighting, even though we need yeah. you. Go away and come back. Yeah, I'm getting really. I'm getting really sick of, I don't know, I'm getting sick of the baby also. Also, it's like a CGI baby face that they project into that mask that she, right? Like the baby's in that little yeah. suit, and you see her little CGI face through there or whatever all the time. But really nothing yeah. happened with that, right? And then we no. had this whole other thing with, like, Sherry and Dwight, nothing really happened. I think one reason they're kind of boring is because, well, they don't really do anything. And there was this bit where they were supposed to be like, um, Remember, they were going to be the dark horses, and they had a code, and they had a mission, and yeah. they were going to help people or whatever. And we haven't actually seen that happen, right? Like, we haven't seen – they haven't actually done anything since they helped Mickey. Um, and I don't really um, – Thank shot West, though. Um, right, but, right. But I think maybe that's why they're boring because – I mean, they're boring because we have too many characters, and you only get to see them once every like three or four ep- three episodes, right? Like, when's yeah, the last time we saw them? Ever... Yeah. Um, so they don't really. But, but um, but I was gonna say you you said one thing to me when you were watching it, which which I I like when you said it. I mean, I thought you were asking me. I don't want to go into what I thought because then they'll tell you what what happened. I thought you were asking me something else right. from there. But you were saying that, which is true, like, why are these people following West now? I don't quite get that. And I don't know, because it doesn't seem like time's supposed to pass. So why does Strand trust West so much that he's, like, his new henchman? Like, he didn't really do anything to gain his trust that much, I guess, other than he abandoned them. I guess that was enough. I mean, I mean, a question that he never, and, and I'm not 
I would like this better. I'm not saying this is what's going on, but I question that he never like even questioned him. Like, what if, you know, it was all part of a plan. Strand's just like, yes, you're going to help me and I'm going to give you all this control. Yeah. Well, I think I've been kind of waiting to, um, I've been waiting to see if that would happen. Like there's a part of me that's been thinking, okay, did Wes really go against to betray them or is this, is this a, a plan? I do think now that Wes has betrayed them, I, I don't, no longer think that it's possible that um, I now believe that Wes is really, I believe what Wes is saying. I mean, I, I believe it's dumb. I don't really like it, but I, yeah, but I thought I that for a while that maybe it was a plan. But to your point, why I'm, would I'm Strand, like, Strand doesn't even think of that because Strand is smart, but yet, you know, yeah, I don't know that he just gives them all his trust yes, all of a sudden. Because it's, because it's bad writing. It's bad writing is why he gave his trust all of a sudden. Like, I can't see any reason why Strand would be like, okay, Wes, yeah, you showed up here. And since I just threw two guys up the roof and I'm out of staff, you can be my next right-hand man, right? Yeah. It's really the um, only reason. You know, the thing is, and part of the reason why it's irritating right now, I feel like it's taking, and that's why I said I think why I like the next episode, because things actually happen. I feel like this storyline is being dragged out way too far. Um, I kind of question this episode, or this episode, this season, and in general, the show may have, would maybe be better if they cut out half the episodes and made it like a short (laughs) thing. Because I believe you, yes. Right. No, but it's just some of the story, and, and I say this again, the acting is really good, is not horrible. Some of it's very horrible. I'm not saying it's not. But it's just, it's been drug, it, although they do that in all the shows, I mean, that's nothing new. But it just, it, it, it's too long dragging out, and some of the things that happen just don't make sense. That's why I said, I think the next episode, I like. I don't usually necessarily did it. I actually really liked it. I found it an emotional episode. I think it was acted really well. And I don't think the writing of the next one was that horrible. There's still some motivation problems I have with why people do certain things, um, which is like you're saying about Wes. I feel like they did a lot of things that were dumb in order to get from point A to point B. And I feel like maybe if they had cut out all the crap in the middle, it would have made more sense. But, well, yeah, I yeah. mean, Wes's motivation is the worst. Wes has no motivation for what he's done, and they're trying to pin it on his brother. He's like, oh, I killed my brother for you, Alicia and Morgan. But he really didn't. He, that's not why he killed his brother. He killed his brother. Daryl, was that his name? Darren, Daryl? He knew that Wes was at Tanktown, and he bombed Tanktown anyway, right? Like, like Teddy's people wanted to bomb Tanktown, and, and Daryl, the brother, knew Wes was at Tanktown, and he bombed it anyway. And so... West felt that betrayal, and he killed his brother. And so, yeah, but didn't he kill like, him? Because didn't he kill him though too? Because he had Alicia. Though? I can't remember for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, he was inside the. He killed him right in front of that creepy ass tree in the bunker or whatever, right? I mean, there so was, was a bunch of partially because of Alicia, maybe, but for him well, to act I like mean, it's all her fault is kind of I mean I think it was he can, I think that's an excuse I think he's saying oh Alicia I did yeah. it to like help you or whatever but it, it's because he's angry at his brother and like she didn't make him do it he did it right and I, I think that they're yeah. trying to make this some kind of motivation like he did it for her it's not like Alicia was like kill your brother kill your brother please kill your brother you gotta kill your brother right first of all Alicia can just uh-huh. Alicia would just kill if Alicia thinks a person needs to be killed she's gonna kill him right Alicia doesn't need to make someone 
Like, Alicia's never done that. I've never seen Alicia be like, you know, hey, Jamie, can you kill AJ for me? No, she would just kill AJ, right? Um, yeah. So I think it's bad writing that they're trying to put this motivation onto Wes to describe that, like, why, to give him motivation for betraying them. And I don't think he would. And, and I think, I think, okay, if this is what they're ascribing motivation to, They've done zero to develop it until they just suddenly dropped it on us last episode. It's not like we've seen Wes have this, like, creeping, like, you know, sense of not trusting. He was, like, totally trusting them and hanging out with with Luciana when they go to kill Arno and whatever, right? Like, he had no – we've seen no – we've seen nothing in Wes. To me, I've seen nothing in Wes that made me think that he was wavering on his loyalty until all of a sudden one day the writers are like, let's have to be really mad at Alicia for killing Yeah, player. I also don't get – here's the other thing. I don't get saying, well, you're just as bad as the bad guy, so therefore I might as well be bad too. Like that's not – like that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Like you're no better than yes. him. Yes. So therefore – because it's not just about saying, well, you're no better than him. So, I mean, because he's like saying too, well, at least he, Strand's being on it. But it's not just that. He's also making a bad decision and being immoral by choosing to go to him. So that makes him no better than Strand or no better than Luciana or whatever. They're all, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, and I don't buy that as a reason. He's basically saying you're both wrong, so I might as well go to whoever has a nicer house is basically what he's saying, right? Like, Well, yeah, he's also saying at least Strand's being honest, but Strand's, just because Strand's like, yeah, I'm an asshole, that doesn't mean that everything Strand's doing, he's doing out in the open either. I mean, he's done lots of things that are bad. And just because he's not lying about it, that doesn't mean that it's okay to, like, throw people off the roof. Oh, but he's being honest and telling me he's going to throw people off the roof, you know? Like, yeah. that's basically yeah. what he's saying. And it's just a little lame. Yeah, but, and he might, yeah. Wes, he might throw Wes off the roof at any, like, yeah, it makes no sense, right? It, it makes the writers, yeah. I don't even know what they're trying to, and and I feel like also... I mean, look, I, nothing against the actor or whatever, but I do feel like Wes is a B or a C character who we haven't seen much of really ever since he's been on the show, and he's only really been important in the way that he relates to Alicia. And now, like, they don't give him enough street, screen time. I mean, well, yeah, and so I don't really care. Like, I don't really care. He, with all these. I don't really yeah. care how he feels or what he thinks, because, like, I want to, like, I just want to spend time with some other characters, and, like, so Wes is upset or whatever. Well, Big Whoop, Wes barely has been around for the last two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, at least um, finally given him something to do. I mean. They just, are. But, 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 but it's inconsequential. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean they also the thought- we've complained. It's not just him. It's it's Luciana and Daniel, and I mean they do it with all of them. And Mo, um, still always call her Mo, but um, Sarah, Sarah. I yeah. mean they do the. I think Luciana and Sarah are the ones that get ignored more than any the of most. them. You hardly ever see. Well, them. and Wendell. Well, Wendell. We haven't seen Charlie anything of Wendell for, for like. We haven't seen Wendell for like yeah. two years. And and Daniel. Yeah. I mean Daniel is criminally. They're all criminally underused. Um, but also yeah, like I was a little. Like, so. So Wes says, I'll be your right hand, which, you know, I feel like the right-hand man, like Howard was always inside the tower, but we see in this episode that Wes is, he's like the leader of the Rangers, which was kind of crazy to me also. Like suddenly he's the boss of all the Rangers and they're going to follow him. And he's some kind of amazing tracker who can. 
Right, but I was just going to say, if he's his right-hand man, though, too, he would have to be doing evil, like, he'd have to be doing Howard's job now, which I hadn't even really thought about. Like, they don't make it like he's suddenly throwing people off the roof, but I guess that's his new job, unless he just tells well, the Rangers yeah. to do it. I mean, so. we rarely saw Howard outside of the tower. Like, he did occasionally go outside the tower, but Howard was really an inside-the-tower kind of guy, right? Yeah, like, he was, he was really like, director of operations. So to see Wes, like, leaving the Rangers surprised me. That Wes would somehow, just because Wes shows up and is like, Strand, I'm going to betray my friends, I'll be, your, I'll be your helper. Now he's the leader of the Rangers, which I don't feel like is in his skill set. He's a tracker. Like, it just made no sense to me. They just want and, – and really, I don't think it was necessary to have Wes track it. Like, so for the Rangers to be tracking – the baby and trying to catch the baby and going after Dwight and Sherry, whatever, that's fine. But like, it wasn't necessary for it to be Wes, except that they killed, like, there's nobody, there's like, they they killed everybody who, they killed Howard, they killed Arno, they killed, right? There's no character could really fill that role. Um, I mean, what, so what, so they lead, they lead everybody into the bunker, which is crazy. Cause like, I, I don't know why they can't still be living in that bunker. Right. Like, it has electricity, it has a fire alarm, it has running water. Why is nobody living in that bunker, Jamie? Right? That's a good question. Um, like, also, why, did, why did Alicia, why did, unless it was to do with when she got hurt, I was trying to figure out, why did she leave her weapon there? Did I leave, did I miss why she left it, or was it just because she was so sick they took her and didn't take it with her? I can't remember. Because she Maybe used she it. so sick. Maybe because after she got bitten, uh, and they kept her in there, and I don't, I don't really remember. I mean, it was supposed to be like meaningful that Sherry used that weapon to get free, right? And I guess it was, but uh-huh. it's the dumbest weapon ever. It's like a piece of a broken whatever. Um, well, it's I like, yeah, something sharp. You know, though, I do have to say, for one, usually they don't do things in this show that I think they should, and when they came in, I'm thinking. I, I remember saying something like to myself, like they just need Alicia's uh, her, you know, her weapon or whatever, and then suddenly it turns up. So at least they did use it. it but up. I'm not sure that it, I don't. I like I didn't get why she didn't take it with her in the first place. But um, I can't remember. But yeah, either. I don't. We know. must have seen something about what was behind. As far as weapons go, I mean, it, no. it's sharp, but it's not. Yeah. That um, so we've we've had discussions about but, those. But, Really, why did they leave? So I know that it's dangerous that there's no, there's only one way in and out, right? There's, apparently there's only a front door, and the only other way out was the drain pipe that has collapsed now twice on two people who went through there. Um, so I, yeah. get, But it seems to me to be a much safer place to live than, like, Arno's camp or the submarine. And now, yeah. oh, how convenient, mm-hmm. the submarine engineering compartment is suddenly leaking radiation. Like, yeah, I know. Blue. But, you know... I do have to say, I did like the one thing I did, and, and even though it was, it was convenient, I did like the one thing I thought they did in this episode that was smart was the idea of going through the tunnel and turning on the alarm once they got in there yeah. to kill them. I thought that sequence yeah. was pretty cool. I liked that. Yeah. Um, that it, like, drew all the zombies in. about it, though, is that if they're listening to, they're following the noise of the alarm, I'm not sure how Morgan standing up above there waving his arms and making noise is going to draw them to it. <laughs> As I'm thinking, he, they right, got to yeah. climb to get him rather than go to yeah. the tunnel below him. But, but I did like how they did that and turned the alarm on and got them killed. I thought that was cool. It was pretty obvious they were going to get stuck in the tunnel. 
but um, I, I figured Morgan and, and Alicia would go through the other way to get them. I didn't think they yeah. were just going to you know, stand around and be like, I totally come, thought. Yep, I thought Morgan yeah. was going to dig his way in and save them. That was a little surprising. Yeah, I did too. Um, so, um, yeah, at least they. And so we haven't seen, was the crater, they never got to the crater, right? Is Like, I know that the crater. Yeah, they did. The cr- and the wait, crater's empty, got, right? They got, oh, yeah, they got to the crater. Someone made a ramp and 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 let all the walkers out of the crater, right? I and we don't know who it is. I why they didn't just try to move the ramp, but because uh, there was only like I don't know two or three walkers in there, it looked like. I would think that they could have yeah. moved the ramp, but maybe it was too hard or they didn't have time. I assume Strand people are the ones that moved the ramp in there in the first place. I don't think they really addressed it. I think I they just know. assumed it. There's some online yeah. speculation that it's that it's Madison, right? That Madison is going to be a villain when she comes back. Um, oh God, I hope uh, not. That would just make no sense. I've read some me, online speculation that the original showrunners had intended for the main characters to slowly become villains over time. I don't know if that's true or not, but there. So there's online speculation that when she comes back, she's going to be an antagonist. Um, and there's if some they all that became she... antagonists, maybe that would be interesting. But just to have the person yeah. that everybody's been waiting for that was a good person come back and be that, no, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But then again, I mean, I'd like to. So, you know, so someone has been filling this crater up with zombies and then let all these radioactive zombies out of the crater. And so one question I have is, like, who could this be? Because where do you hide, like, 500 or 1,000 zombies? Right, you can't just like hide them. Why are they? Where are they? I thought I was thinking it had to do with Strand or Arno originally. I will say one thing though. I think that they did. um, Oh wait, I can't say that yet. Never mind. I don't want to say that. That's this one. It's not really. People keep saying nothing huge, but what I was going to say doesn't happen yet. Go ahead. And people keep saying, "Don't let the zombies touch you. They're totally radioactive." Right? Which you and I had this online discussion that. Like radiation also, poisoning is not really being within five feet of them compared to them touching you, you're still going to be sick. <laughs> just like with Charlie, well, I never. I just thought about that. Now we never really discussed that. But if you're around radiation, you don't, as far as I know, have to touch it to get infected with it. I mean, it, it, is it going to yeah. be worse if you touch it? Yeah, but if they're like like right near them all the time, they're still going to be sick. This show is science. We complain a lot about the radiation science in this show. I we do, so and we don't even know it that well. That. But it doesn't, and and I think standing near a zombie for five minutes who's radi- has radiation is not okay. So when you get an X-ray, they put a lead apron on you, right? But they're shooting like radiation right into your body. Like standing next to a zombie for five minutes, I don't think is gonna. Well, no, not like, five minutes. But I'm saying like when they're always yeah. like, don't touch them. Like I'm not sure you want to touch them yeah. with your bare skin. But I'm just saying like if you're fighting them, yeah. whether you touch them or not, if it's going to make you sick, it's going to make you sick, is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that right. that's the only... Plus, plus the nobody, only... nobody ever says, oh, two years ago, uh, Alicia got radioactive zombie blood in her mouth and nothing happened to her, right? <laughs> well, I think that was like, part of why Alicia was going to be supposed to be dying. And then she's only sick when they need her to be sick, and now they're acting like her being sick is because she was bit, which I still... One of the things that irritates me really bad, just because it... it there's so many other reasons is when they keep, when she keeps thinking that it's because of the zombie that she's dying because of the bite, that's what I still don't understand because you would assume you might be sick because you had a bad infection. You could be sick because you were around radiation. You said not that long ago you were dying from the radiation and suddenly you're dying because you were bit like, 
Yeah. I mean, I guess you live in a radioactive. Technically, her immune system could be compromised, so that could have made her sicker. But I mean, if, if if she's sick because of the bite, it's not because of the bite; it's because of the infection. You know what I mean? It's right. Because because she's recovered. Yes. And like you live in yeah, a radioactive yeah. wasteland, so that should be your first guess. Yeah. I mean. Now doesn't she still I, say I, she's having that dream or whatever? She's still seeing that. Girl, yeah. She's right? like, I still have the dreams. I still. Have, she says, I still have the dreams, and I have the fever at night. Um, which, you know, is a little, it's a little woo-woo for me, right, to have these dreams that are leading her wherever. But um, I think she's going to die. She looks terrible, right? The makeup they have on mm-hmm. her is a person who looks like she's going to die. Um, yeah, they done, and, they've done good on the makeup. She does look sick. I um, can't yeah, imagine that Alicia is not going to die. I think she's going to die. I guess yeah, she's she has a new show. I she's do hope. A new show. I do hope they have her meet up with her mother first. I couldn't see them having her die first just because that's like too good of an opportunity. I just don't see that happening. We've said this before. Um, but I think yeah. probably she'll, she'll meet her mother. She'll die. May, who knows? Maybe she'll meet her mother and strands is fault. And maybe her mother will try to kill strand because of whatever happened. You know, I mean, maybe that's going to be the new, like I said, I kind of think that maybe once they get together, they might make up. But that's that was just my, you know. Maybe, I want her. Idea. I want I want Madison to come and kill half the people on the show because there's just too many characters and there's no time to have any coherent storyline. I mean, I understand they they have been shooting. So this was probably shot a while ago, maybe under mm-hmm. COVID protocols, right? And so the reason why you have like a two person story here mm-hmm. and a three person story there maybe is partially related to COVID. Or maybe I don't know. I there's too many characters or both. Be, I, I feel like not. by now the things you're watching are mostly not that. Like I think they're affected, but most of the times I think recently people aren't not allowed to film together. Like they may not have like a scene of a hundred extras. They might use digital, but I would assume at this point, and right. I don't really know. I'm just guessing by when I think this was filmed. I think most of that kind of all right um, irrelevant. So then, I don't, then it's I don't really know. maybe just a matter. That it's maybe really just a matter yeah. of too many people, too many and people. I, I just can't. There's not enough storyline to go around, right? And there's just there's too many people that don't do yeah. anything. Um, yeah, I, I agree. They need to they need to either either have all the people in the show or get rid of half of them. Although it's probably also right? a money thing too. They don't have to pay them if they're not in the show. I guess. Well, then, like for you know, there's example, always that thing that, that they talk about where somebody. There, there's like a certain limit of like when you can still consider somebody and like a not a starring role. A series of reg- in yeah, like a regular event. versus a, yeah. And I think a lot of times when they have a big ensemble, it's possible, and I don't know, that's just my speculation, that somehow they split it up so that they don't have as much screen time so they're not paying them as much, too. Um, I think that's, that's a big that's possibility. A, I, that's a good idea. I mean, I was going to say, like, for example, we had this, like, emotional storyline a few weeks ago where Daniel's, like, mind is not what it used to be, and, you know, at the end of it, when, like, like Luciana decides that she's going to, like, use Daniel, right, and try to, like, convince mm-hmm. him that, his which is arguably was the reason why Wes left, because he's like, Luciana, you're a jerk, but then all of a sudden he's mad at other people, but whatever. But, like, that was kind of a big deal. And then a couple weeks go by, in this episode, we see, like, Morgan's like, I've got the zombies from the moat, we've got to attack tonight, blah, blah, blah. And, like, we haven't seen anything. Like, Daniel's supposed to be instrumental to their attack. Right, like Daniel's the only one who can. Without 
spoiling anything, I will say he, he's in a good bit of the next episode. He's important in the next okay. episode. I will right. say that. So that comes back at least a little bit. Uh, that's All why right. I said I think the next episode, which I don't think it's a spoiler or, or anybody cares. I mean, obviously, it's not really considered per se a spoiler or anything anyway because it's been on ABC+. But I don't think it's a surprise to say that the next episode is where it all like I said, it all goes down. I think that everybody realizes that right. by the way the preview is and everything else. So yeah. things finally move forward. Um, and I think that if I were to to talk about the episode without saying what would happen, I would say that I think the acting in the episode is very, very good. I found myself almost tearing up a couple of times, not because of death, just because I think it was very emotional. So I think it was acted very well. And I don't, I think the writing wasn't totally horrible either. I, I, I enjoyed, I don't usually say I enjoyed, but I mean, I enjoyed the episode. I found myself actually rewinding it a couple of times to see a couple of things again. And usually I missed something in this show. I'm like, ah, I missed it. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I think it's a decent episode. So um, yeah, I, I, I liked what, I don't know that it makes a hundred percent sense what they did, but I liked the way they did it. <laughs> Maybe you'll feel differently. I don't know. We'll find out next week. But, um, but yeah. All right. And, we will. Um, All right I then. Think, I think I am. I was. I'm trying to see my schedule and find out exactly what's going on. But I think I'm going to talk to Colby on Thursday, probably. Um, Great. So, uh, you know, we'll at least have that. Uh, if people want to watch out, I'll probably be tweeting it. I just have to make sure and confirm everything because I wasn't sure about my my schedule this week. What was going on? But. Yeah, and, and hopefully, I, I'm curious when Kim Dickens is back soon, and I hope I get to talk to her. <laughs> That's all I can think is, like, I hope I at least get to talk to her. They'll probably do a group call instead, but yeah, um, I, I I hope that that's soon at least, because they keep saying the I mean, back half of the season, but they might wait till the finale. You never know. I mean, until I, I feel that they'd probably hold her till the end, but, you know. Probably. To force probably. us to watch to the end, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 Well, All right. anyway. Okay. Uh, so, so there's moving there's right that. along. All right. Yeah. You want to go to the wild? I forget what we had to talk about. I think that's the only other thing I've seen, right? Yeah, we had the wild. A Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. No, um, I did not nothing else going on. Because I'll be honest, I totally fell asleep about oh seven o'clock, I think. <laughs> Oh, I didn't wow. even look up the episode to see what was what. You're really going to have to help me here. Yeah, I woke up like 10 minutes before 10. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm glad I woke up. I have been, I am like, was like so tired. I just couldn't stay awake. And I know I say that a lot. It's my own fault. I stay up too late. But um, I totally fell asleep. So you'll have to have to really tell me what happens in what episode. Now, this, the, we're doing two episodes, right? Three and four? Three. Three, four, five. Three, four, oh, five. Three. Yeah. Wait, three episodes. Oh, we're doing one episode five, three, four, and five. Episode three, three four, four, five. Okay, so we're up to, to discuss tonight. Okay, so yeah. Okay, and there's eight. Okay, that's what I was just trying to figure out. So we're definitely past the attack. Is my main concern because that's yes. the big spoiler. Yes, the attack. Okay. Yeah. The bullet. Yeah, yeah, we're past that. Wow. Okay, I just want to make sure. I thought that was episode and, three. And so but... episode five is where you see um, where the boys take sides, they eject Seth from the group, and they agree never to speak of it again. And the last thing we see on yeah. the real side is that Nora is alive. Which kind of oh, weird. Okay. Which, which I think yeah. was no surprise, right? Like, we all kind of probably yeah, figured she was alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I figured she yeah, was alive. There's some tough issues in, in these episodes. I, I kind of, the one thing I want to say to you guys, and, and just kind of curious of your opinion, um, the one thing that sort of surprised me, I guess, is that, and, and I'm not trying to in any way make light and say what he said did was okay. I'm not, let me first preface what I'm going to say by that. I was surprised that the attack wasn't something worse than that, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I kind of assumed he was going to have, outright assaulted him or outright raped him or whatever. I'm curious if you guys think that because this is a young adult show that they, I almost feel like they didn't want to go that far, but they sort of treated it that way. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying like, because they, I I think, I think the way they dealt with this stuff, I think is, I think is interesting. And I think there's a lot of good discussions to be had from this, from this show, but I was just kind of curious because that's what I kind of wondered. Um, the I episode think... was. Go, go ahead, AJ. You go ahead. All right. Um, since we're jumping right into that, I think um, I think it was just as bad, if not worse, on some levels. Um, I think maybe what they were going for, not so much because of it being a young adult show. But, and not for nothing, I mean, being a young adult show, veering away from stuff like that wouldn't wouldn't really be a thing, a necessity, because unfortunately, you know, um, a lot of physical abuse happens at those ages, you know. So I think, you know, kids can, you know, especially in this world, can handle it. Um, but I I feel like maybe they did what they did because it's a little different than what you, you know, what you'd normally see. Um, So it was, I mean, it was definitely, I mean, like I said, in in some ways it's almost worse. I mean, Seth is literally standing on him, you know, I mean, and and, um, Josh is not one to fight back in the first place. I mean, he's a hypochondriac to start with and everything. He, you know, I mean, he uses, Talking, you know, talking is his is his defense mechanism. He doesn't know when to shut up, obviously. But Seth is yeah. just all kinds of messed up. I mean, right. Although I would definitely like, say I, I'm, I, I'm just sorry. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say I'm, you know, I'm watching the scene and my jaw is just on the floor. I'm like, yeah. I, I knew he was gonna snap. And I like the whole time, you know, like we know that something big happened on day 15 and I'm like waiting for it. And honestly, I didn't even see it going in any type of that direction no, I didn't either. prior, prior yeah. to it actually happening. And I'm just like, my jaw was on the floor. I'm like, is he actually just like, yeah. like I, the first word, the first, <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the worst part yeah. is, the worst, I mean, Seth, aside, you know, aside from that, Seth has got some serious mental issues because I mean, you know, they're ha- all having a good time and everything. They killed the Jaguar, and he got pantsed. Big fucking deal. Like, that's, you know, I mean, that's, well, I you mean, know, who not a huge. Point in your life, right? Yeah. But I'm assuming probably there's probably, and I don't, I don't think they ever, I'm trying to remember, I don't think they even ever say, but I'm kind of assuming that probably he was abused or something growing up, and it kind of made him, made him snap, but. All right. I, I think that definitely Maybe. what he did was more about 
power. And, and not that, again, not that, oh, that I'm not trying to glide. Saying, no, I think that did. what he did is definitely about power, not about sex, more than anything. Um, well, I mean, about well, him, a lot of assault. You know what I'm saying? Are sometimes. I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, we don't know. Him caring about him or, or being gay or anything, because I don't even think he is. But, I mean, it was about him, you know, exerting power over him. And that makes it really bad. I, I think they handled it really well. I think it's an interesting. I think it's definitely not what I expected. I agree with what you said. But it definitely so, colors I mean, um, I mean, what happens. Here. There's no question that it's a sexual assault. Um, you know, yes, and in yes. terms of did they not want to shoot an episode with a, with a, with a, did they not want to depict a rape? Uh, I mean, they kind of already have. So I, I sort of, the more well, I thought about it, I kind of, the more I thought about it, I kind of liked the way they've done it. This show, like, okay, because maybe a lot of people mistake, wouldn't necessarily wait, wait, think that's bad. Jamie, let her talk. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people, you're right, Jamie. You know, Jamie's right. A lot of people, like, would say, oh, like, and the characters even say, well, it was, you know, it wasn't whatever. But well, I like, think it was that the show really, people I think, I mean, I do enjoy the girls' storyline better than the boys, but I think this really parallels it well because the girls' first season was all about, like, the trauma they experienced as young women, like, living in modern society. And and I think that it it the boys have not really gotten quite where the girls have yet, and they went mm-hmm. all in in this episode. And I think that I, I like the way it paralleled Leah because Leah does not believe she was assaulted or targeted or groomed, like, Leah was groomed and targeted by an older man and led to believe she was in love with him, and and that's kind of, that's an assault and a trauma, right? And and I kind of like the way they paralleled a little bit. This is a much more violent assault, and yet Josh says it was nothing, it wasn't a big deal, it wasn't, let's stop, and, and like, Raph is sort of, like, not going along with it, and Seth defends it, and I, and I sort of, I mean, they're trading in a in it's not a gray area. I mean, clearly Seth assaulted Josh, right? But they they're trading in an area where the where the child where where Leah and or Josh can be in like a point of denial about it a little bit, or be able to be like, and that's also what happened to um Martha, right? Like Martha was assaulted by her physical therapist, and it's never really been spoken of. Like it's only alluded to. She's never. We only saw in the flashback, and she's never talked about it with the other girls, right? And she defends that doctor. And, like, we see multiple people on the show who are trying to, like, tamp those things down inside them and not be like, I was, I was assaulted, I'm traumatized, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of, I, I, I felt like I kind of see where they're going with it. I was kind of surprised to see all the boys line up so quickly um, on Josh's side. Um, Kieran, yeah. I wasn't surprised. Kieran, Kieran's been a red herring from the jump. Like, Kieran is such a dick and such a macho asshole from the beginning that you knew that was a red herring, right? That you knew that he was going to turn out to be um, well, to not still be a dick. But he, well, he is. He, he is. Still but, one well, I mean, he, he's good he's at got some tra- He's got unresolved trauma also. We just don't know what right. it is yet, right? But Absolutely. Um, I mean, he definitely has some trauma, and he definitely, like, jumped right. As much as he's a macho jerk and he's abusive yeah. to people, he, he jumped right in to, to defend Josh and have his back. Yeah. He maybe yeah. has got something. 
Um, I'm yeah. surprised well, to see the, the boys all line up so quickly. Yeah, I'm trying to see the boys. Go ahead, Jamie. No, I, I was just going to say, I think that probably, I think that it's good that they use that, though, in a way, because I think that if you said to some, a lot of people, if you said he, this is what he did, I think a lot of people, and not that it isn't, but a lot of people would be like, oh, that's not that bad, or oh, that's not really sexual assault, or whatever, and it is. And I think that it kind of shines a light on that, and that a lot of times people gloss over things when they shouldn't, and that it's not letting him just be like, I'll be okay. You know what I mean? Like they're not letting him, they're making him, I don't want to say making him face it, but they're, they're dealing with it. I don't know. I also think it's interesting the kind of dynamic of how do you draw the line though of what, like it's not acceptable. No, but they're on an Island. I don't know that it's also acceptable to send him off to die on his own because of what he did. Like, that's not – but that. at the same time, you can't, like, leave him there. You can't let him stay and be with the sure kids he did that to. But at the same time, it's not – You can absolutely tell him to go screw himself. Right. But, well, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I look at it both ways. Like, I kind of see Rafe. Like, no. Rafe is too, like, okay with it, and it's not okay what he did at all. But I don't know that that means you should necessarily think the kid should go die somewhere because of what happened. I don't know. It's just kind of, I think that that, you know, I mean, it's an interesting try to figure think, out what they should do. I, I think that, like, for audiences, and not, I'm not saying for you or me or AJ, but for audiences, like, if you had seen that scene play out where Seth had his foot pinning a girl to the ground and did, you yeah. know, and assaulted a young woman that way, like, there would it would be very clear, like that that was unacceptable, and and you know and and you would not expect a young woman to say like whatever it's you know. Josh That's says true. like, well, we we were drinking. Of course, they were drinking Miller Lite. I'm like, really? Were you that drunk? Um, but that doesn't but make it okay. Josh is like, yeah. I was drunk. Maybe I misunderstood. Josh is like backing off because Josh doesn't want to be a victim. But if that played out and that was and and Seth was pinning a woman to the ground and doing that. Like that would be not it wouldn't be different, but television might play it differently, or certain people yeah. would take that differently than with his two boys, right? Um, yeah, that's 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 a really good point. And I think that's why they're playing it. And and we do see at the end of the episode where where you know Josh is kind of like I'm sick of like I've always been called the little bitch boy, I've always been called the wimpy boy. I'm always supposed to accept it, and it's not okay. And you know he doesn't want to ever speak of it again because it like. It makes him accept like, that it happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has to admit that it happened, but, like, he's also had a lifetime. Like, he's, it becomes clear that this boy has had a lifetime of being put down and being a victim in, in, in less violent ways, but this boy has been, you know, abused oh and, yes. and, right, in other ways. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, not not so violent, it's not so extreme, but I I, 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 I was ex- surprised to see the show go there. The girls have had trying that the girls have been through has not been mostly inflicted by each other, right? Like the girls have I mean they've been mean to each other and they've been through some shit, but nothing like this has happened among the girls. Um and yeah. and it was Which I think is interesting kind of Gretchen's point too, that girls I think she's trying it's to say like pre- you know, guys are violent, guys are bad. Like that's kind of part of what the experiment yeah. is about in 
in a way. I'm not saying completely, but in a way. Well, and she's kind of rigged it, right? Like, I mean, Gretchen has set it up and oh, yeah. rigged it because she wants the boys to yeah. fail and the girls to win. Right, right? but like, I don't think every... she wanted that to happen, to be fair. I mean, I don't think – we no, don't no. know. I mean, I would kind of think what after what happened to Rachel, I would venture to say that even if she knew it happened, she wouldn't have stopped the experiment, like, no, necessarily. She and we – yeah, I mean, all we know is we – okay, let me let me put, preface it this way so I'm not explaining. We know that it ended at a certain point. We don't know per se that that is what ended. Like, we don't know why they left yet. We still don't really know why they left, just that they didn't make the whole thing. But I would say that even if she knew, she probably wouldn't have stopped the experiment. That's my opinion. Yes, because Rachel well, got her arm bitten off by a shark, and Gretchen yeah. left the girls to deal with it by themselves. She provided no yeah. medical treatment whatsoever, and Dot had to handle it, right? Like, that's yeah. unbelievable. I kind of wish now that I'm talking about this and discussing it now, I wish – got to put up Rachel's interview yet, but that's – um. I wish, like, I had – I'm thinking, like, now, like, I wish I had asked about that. Like, you know, do you think that she would have stopped the experiment, and why didn't they stop the experiment? Like, why was that not bad enough what happened? You know, that would have been a good question. Oh, we're also late now. Agenda. But, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, you guys – I also like. There's a point in this episode where where the you see Rachel's staff, and they're saying like, the boys are so far ahead of the girls. The boys are forming a community. The boys killed an apex predator, and they learned how to preserve food, and they're keeping food in the future for the future. And they're so good. the girls haven't done that. Blah, blah blah. The boys are definitely like, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like the, the girls had a funeral for the person that like who's forming a community here. The boys are the girls, right? Like, I, I was really... Yeah. But, but, Karen, you got to remember, the girls are on, like, day 45, whereas the boys are on day 15. Yeah. So true. you got to remember, you got to remember when you see the, that those conversations, you got to remember where, because we're seeing everything at the same time, so you got to remember where things are actually happening at those points. Like, like when the boys are, you know, the boys are on day 15, the girls are on day 43, Technically, the boys did get to a certain point before the girls did, but the girls also yeah. end up making it 50 days where the boys end up making it only 30 days, which obviously we haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, the girls yeah. also were able to survive without finding a hatch full of food, too. Right. Yeah. So, first of all, to, to Jamie's point, um, fuck Seth. Yeah. Let him go figure it out himself. <laughs> uh, I got no problems with that whatsoever. Now, on to the hand of Kieran here, uh, you know, starting out, Kieran is, you know, um, one thing with Kieran is he, as much of an ass as he is, I th- you know, I think a lot of the guys, especially like Ivan, um, take things way too personally. I get where Ivan's coming from. I'm sure he, he's come from a lot of ridicule being an open gay male in, in you know, in the world. And I'm sure he's, he's dealt with a lot. Um, you can't always take things that people say as, you, you know, I, 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 what do you call him? I think he calls somebody a butt muncher. And yeah, Ivan, yeah, I Ivan immediately was like, that. oh, that's the, that's the rug. You know, like until Ivan said something, I didn't even think of that as a racial slur. I mean, I get where you Ivan's know, coming from, but he takes everything so he takes everything so personally every time somebody says something and it's like, you know, he, I didn't blow shit out of proportion. I think a lot of that has to do with whatever he's dealt with prior to the Island. 
But um, oh, I'm sure. But you know, but, yeah, at first you think just you know, Kieran, that way. No, and Kieran, you know, so Kieran's being an ass and everything. And and this whole time, Kieran's got this thing with people checking out his junk, even when, you know they're not. And he's like, he's constantly saying something. And he's like, oh, stop looking at my dick. Oh, what do you you want to you know? And it's like, well, don't like, at first I'm, I'm like, I'm like, so so at first so at first I'm I'm thinking I'm like I'm like maybe he's a repressed a repressed homosexual, and that's what's going on with him, you know. But now after what happened with Josh and the way he reacted to it, I mean, when Seth put his hand on Josh's shoulder and Kieran just fucking snapped and took Seth out, now I'm wondering, does Kieran have a history? of maybe some kind of sexual assault that was done upon him too. You know, like maybe I misread the situation with yeah. Kieran before and there's a lot more to, and there's maybe there's a reason Kieran is the way he is. But unlike Seth, if Seth has some kind of history, he doesn't uh um, you know, bestow it upon other people like you know, like that. Yeah. Um whereas Seth though, I, I just I feel like I I get the feeling Seth not. Has I mean obviously we'll learn more, but I feel like Seth likes to be in power. I mean it's funny last week Karen said something about him, you know he's he's too camp counselory, and then this week Raph's you know one of the episodes Raph says everybody's favorite camp counselor, so I got a huge kick out of that when he said that. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I but yeah that. Seth, Seth Seth can die in a fucking fire as far as I'm concerned. Um, one thing I want to point out until episode five, I thought Bo was dead. Because the um, so the big the, the big black, kid, right? He's the heavy set kid. Yeah, because because the black says to um, Scotty, he says to him, "How long had you guys been friends?" He said, "Had like past tense." Yeah, which led me to, so, oh yeah. So somebody, so whoever wrote I the script, think of that, but you're right, he did. So, somebody, I was because yeah, I caught that. Yeah, that was that was bad. Unless script. they wanted you think that maybe they wanted you to think that i don't know but that's but, but, but yeah it's not it's more likely if they, they wanted if he was dead and they did that purposely because he was dead then yes but he's not dead so that's bad script it could allude to i mean it does appear there on the way to a falling out i mean their friendship is very um problematic um, and unequal. And oh, I get what so you're Bo, say. I mean, so what's his name? What's the other guy's name? Um, but yeah. the friend, Scott, is very, uh, I mean, Bo is, is, his parents are abusive, physically abusive. He's terrified of making the slightest mistake. And Scott, like, never stops pushing him uh, and, and never listens to him. Like, even Bo's like, listen, we can't do this. We have to be careful. Like Bo never stops. He he's just he doesn't listen. He's I feel he's not like he either doesn't understand or doesn't take it seriously or doesn't care. But this is like it was it was very obvious to me early on that Bo is terrified and is going to suffer the consequences of his mistake. And Bo doesn't care at all because Bo lives in a fantasy land where they're going to sell a lot of t-shirts and become millionaires, right? Um, and, and I get well, it. Bo also suffers from from a lot of disappointment and maybe trauma in his life. He, he reacted very violently against rich people at some point, right? With when they broke up yeah, the house, they both did. but he's not a, he's not a good supportive friend to Bo. He's a, he, he, he makes Bo's life harder. I think. 
I think what Scott's trying, I think what, what he's trying to do, and not saying that he's right, but I think what he's trying, I think he's trying to get him to open, you know, to, to be more outgoing because he sees the life that he lives, you know, and maybe he doesn't completely get it because he doesn't live in that environment. But I feel like part of it is, it looks, it, it, it seems like, and I could be wrong, that he's kind of pushing him to, to kind of maybe stand up for himself and maybe be more outgoing and take chances in life because, you know, and try and get him out of that, you know, that eternal scared little boy that, that Bo clearly is. And I get, I mean, hell, I mean, he was terrified, you know, he's terrified of everything, you know, because apparently his father is like a neat freak or a clean freak or a germ freak or some kind of something and has Bo living in fear. <laughs> I don't know if he's a clean freak. I think it's a situation where, any slight mistake he makes, his father will beat him for it. Like, I just think that it's not, like, maybe, any, but I think, I don't know. Or both. I think that Rachel has chosen a set of boys who are, who are, you mean, in um, a more, not, not, uh, Rachel. not Rachel, the actress's name is not Rachel. Rachel Griffiths, Gretchen. Yeah, Gretchen. Gretchen. I think well, she's chosen, yeah, I think she's chosen a group of boys who are more, um, I think she chose them specifically. They're more traumatized. They're more, like, the girls have their issues, right? Like, Shelby's a closeted gay girl, which I don't know any way that Gretchen would know that. That's ridiculous that Gretchen would be able to find. Oh, I guess because her parents thought she was gay and they shipped her out there. Um, And she's got, you know, she's got Leah who has been, you know, groomed and abused by this older person. But Fadam really, like, Fadam is a very well-adjusted girl. Like, she's sexually active. But I think she has a healthy attitude. I don't know really why she – and, like, Rachel and, and Nora are a little bit messed up, but they're not – I just feel like the girls are not nearly as messed up as the boys. And maybe that's why why Gretchen – like, they're like okay, so this is the worst scientific experiment ever. There's no – the boys <laughs> are not a control group. They're not a control group. They're not a bunch of randomly chosen boys who are kind of normal. They're boys that were chosen to – fail probably chosen because they would definitely get into conflict um i'm sorry but when one of your subjects gets her hand bitten off by a shark and you leave them there like there's just nothing that's at all like i'm having a little issue with the whole part where they're able to hold these children on an island without representation and like it's great the whole show is crazy town right i still like it well I think i'm just that's like part of why they're I want to say gaslighting, I guess is probably the right way I'd describe it. I think that's partially why in the bunker that they're, they're gaslighting them is because they want them to feel like things that happened were their fault. So they can't blame them in the end. I think that's why they're not letting them go because they know what they're Yeah, that's definitely, Oh, that's definitely Um, part of it. Absolutely. So I, I, I mean, it's not like Gretchen doesn't know that it's not okay to leave them there. I think that she makes the choice to do that because that's just, you know, the way she is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Seth, we might find out that Seth, so Seth could have his own history of abuse that put him in that, made him that person, or he could just be like a total jerk sociopath, right? Which I'm leaning towards right now, him just being a sociopath. Um, I, I do agree with AJ. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fine for them to eject him from their group. And they, they didn't say like, I mean, they said you can't be in our group, but, you know, Leave him to die, I, Jimmy. I, I hear you, but could be just living fifty feet down the beach and able to see them. 
right? It's not clear that they, like, they didn't throw him in a pit and leave him to die. They're just like, you can't hang around here. Um, and we don't know where that goes yet. I, I do, like, so I know we kind of discussed him and put it aside, but I, I want to bring up that, like, Seth seemed really surprised. Like, I think Seth believed his own story. Right? Like, Seth's like, oh, I didn't do anything. He misunderstood. I was jerking off, and he walked in and saw me. Like, which is yeah, not at all what happened. Right? Yes, you're no, saying he, lie, he got caught. You think he doesn't really believe what he did was that wrong. Is that what you're saying? Yes. No. Yes. He, I think he knows, he, well, then why lie? If you don't think what you did was that bad, then why lie? Uh, yeah, I... Okay, so you're right. So maybe he's in denial <laughs> that he's that kind of a person. Like, I just felt like there was a level of something going on there of not an appreciation of, uh, like, like he might not think it's really, uh, I don't know. I, I just felt like he seemed genuinely to be extremely upset and surprised that they were rejecting him from the group. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, no, because I he's think... like a poisonous power saying. trip and he thought that he thought they'd all go along with him for I don't know like did you guys I, did, uh, I, like, didn't seem like acting to me what did you guys think like I, I understand what you're I'm saying bad guy. why do you think I'm a bad guy like I, I get what you're saying like yes he yeah you're right AJ if he didn't think it was bad why did he lie about it but at the same time he, he seems like surprised that people think it, that he's a bad guy I guess like he doesn't want to be seen as the bad guy just like you know Rafe is trying to get, he's trying to get people to see that Rafe's good. I don't know. Like, I, I see what you're saying. I, I can't really explain what it is. Yeah, I know. I see, I see what you're saying, too. But I think it's, it's the shock that Josh said something. I think he feels, because, you know, it's a power trip. Oh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. and Josh, and, and Josh is, is a big wuss to begin with. So I think he's genuinely, he's, he's child, surprised. Man that Josh said anything. The fact that Josh even said anything, I think threw him off his game. And that's why he seemed, yeah. you know, everything seems so genuine from your perspective like that. I think that's what it is. Now I'm curious to see what happens in the next couple episodes because Josh is clearly changed by this. <laughs> Josh is getting questioned and yeah. Josh is like, I'm good. Like Josh, you can, just, just his grooming alone, you can see and, and you know what? Yeah, though? I only want to see his confidence because, and, and it might Josh might be in worse shape now because it's not even confidence that Josh has. It, it, it's it's bravado. Yeah, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Right? It's not. You're right. It's not confidence. Yeah. It's bravado, and it's probably fake. He reminds me a little bit of Shelby. Like we see Shelby in interviews, and her head is shaved, and she's very aggressive. Yeah. Um, and she's. She's changed dramatically, Shelby, which we haven't really seen that yet. But you're right. Like, and you might remember this. I know you watched oh, a while ago, Jamie, but in that, in that final interview, Josh, it's bravado, and he's very – he's like, I learned a lot. I learned that, like, like – he says something like, I learned that if you let people talk, you can learn a lot about them, he says, or something like that, right? Um, he's a changed person. Yeah, um, yeah Pairing it to Shelby is an interesting something I hadn't thought about, but Shelby is clear what's happening. She's losing her faith, and it all started yeah. the, when that when that 
huge ass branch fell and would have taken Tony out had Tony not moved like three seconds before. I mean, yeah. and then that, you know, the whole scene with her giving Rachel her cross and Tony's like, what's going on with you? Like you gave her your cross and Shelby's like, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, Shelby's completely losing her faith. And I have a feeling yeah, which... that part of it is going to be, I, I, I can totally see Shelby going down the road of um, this is happening because I gave into my lesbian desires type of scenario. Yeah. Now there's still microphones. So one thing that happened in this episode was Seth was the plant, right? And Seth. Yeah, which Seth we was the plant. figured out. Oh, you know that already, <laughs> right? But and, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Seth yeah. Went, well, I mean, we kind of figured it out already. But then Seth goes around and he cuts out all the microphones, like after he assaults. I mean, one way we know, I, so I just brought this up, but one way we that's know that true. he that knows what he, he did was he wrong. wrong or he wouldn't have got rid yeah. of him. Yeah. That's After he assaults Josh, he cuts all the microphones out, which mm-hmm. I would think would be another reason why why Gretchen would be like, oh, my, my study is going sideways. I better evacuate these kids. Hell no. Let's just not have microphones. Whatever. But yeah. part of it um, is also that she wants it to go sideways. That's also the other thing. She wants the boys to fail. She wants the boys to fail. Is I mean, aside from the fact that we had already pretty much figured out that it was Seth after the first episode, we had a feeling. Um, I like the way they they showed us that it was Josh or Josh uh, that it was Seth because um, I want to call her Rachel too now. Um, Gretchen. Gretchen says. She's talking. She's talking to one of them, and she's like, um, "He better not have screwed up my experiment for his own self-interest." And I was like, "Oh, it's definitely Seth," because we had just oh, seen yeah. what happened. And then, and then, yeah. sure enough, and then two seconds later, you see Seth on the camera talking to them, telling them things. And 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 it's the thing. He even yeah. tries to make Josh sound like a, you know, like a, a loose cannon and everything. Like he's he's already setting up his defense. With Gretchen yeah. through the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He knows. Um, I mean, he's going to become probably maybe a dangerous. Like, is he going to become hostile? Is he going to try to ingratiate himself? And I think, I mean, so the boys. Part of this episode, the point was that the boys have all refused to talk, and Rachel's know what happened because they have no microphones and I guess no camera on that beach. Right. Um, they want Lee to find out. Um, and the boys have sworn not to tell, but I think it's clear that Roth is probably going to tell, right? Like Roth, so it's interesting that Roth, so Roth doesn't go, he, he's conflicted and he kind of believes that maybe Seth didn't, like he, he wants to believe Seth. He wants to believe Seth. He likes Seth. I mean, he has a girlfriend, but he... I think well, I think he's attracted maybe. to Seth for a couple of reasons. He may be physically attracted to Seth. He's definitely like Seth. Seth projected a charismatic personality, right? And was very nice to Roth and confident. Like, okay, looking back, Seth is a big groomer. He's been grooming everybody since the minute he got on, right? He's a yes. real groomer of of all the weaker boys, at, or, or all the more sensitive. I don't want to call them weaker, but but the Boy, anybody he could, he was mean. grooming, and he was grooming Roth, right? And 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 Roth, oh, absolutely. Right. He wants to be, he wants to believe him, and he's like Seth, uh, Josh, maybe you're confused, maybe whatever. 
and he, and he won't vote him off the island. Um, but not for the reasons that Jamie gave, like for the reasons Jamie said, if he said, listen, it's a dangerous island. We can't vote him off. He might get eaten by a jaguar. Like that would make more sense. He's got a point. But he, yeah, you're right. right. You're right. But he, but he actually says, "Oh, Josh, are you sure? Like, could he be mistaken? He didn't really mean it." And and that's like weaselly and uncool, right? He's gonna get yeah, it. That, He's gonna tell. Yeah. I'm saying that's my reason why I don't know they should just vote him off and throw him out to the peak, you know, so he dies. Yeah, but because yeah, the jaguar right. might eat him. And that's fine, Jamie. Oh, well. I totally. I'm with you on that. <laughs> oh, and if I was like, whatever, let him get I might feel completely different too. You know. I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't but, watch it happen. But by the way, think, guys, but I was terrified this whole episode. I was like, please, I do not want to see a jaguar get stabbed and killed by these boys. I was so afraid I was going to have to see it in the pit getting killed and crying or whatever. I really was not happy with the killing of the jaguar. Maybe Karen, just FYI, you were, so, so you would, there's something coming up you're so you, not going to like because there's something I had a hard so time you'd rather, coming up. Just, trigger warning. So me. you'd rather... <laughs> So you you rather that the boys got eaten by the jaguar? No, but no, AJ. <laughs> I guess I would rather that. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. Oh, I'd rather maybe Seth got eaten. But no, I'd rather maybe. <laughs> I know, I know these kids are not able to be great hunters, but I'd rather not see. Like, I didn't want to see a season where this animal had to suffer, and it kind of did, right? The animal fell in the pit. It got stabbed. It was suffering. Kieran killed it. Um, I was kind of afraid I was going to have to see it or hear a prolonged. I was like, oh, this animal's going to suffer for a long time, and the boys are going to. I thought there might be a scene where the boys weren't able to kill it, and it would suffer, and it would upset them and upset me. And I just, um, I, I just no, I didn't know where that was going to go. Like, remember, I mean, Martha killing the goat was kind of a, more traumatic scene. Yeah, that was. was hard. I didn't like watching that at all. I did not like watching that at honestly, all. Honestly, you know, if we're comparing the boys to the girls, Martha killing the goat was like a more badass kind of a... I mean, Kieran killing the goat was... Look, Kieran did it. Kieran killed that thing that was going to eat them and gave them the food or whatever, but Martha killing that goat was a very kind of more transformative experience. Um, yeah. Well, she was yeah, like vegan, we're not and she killed it with a rock. Kieran was able to kill the animal, and it didn't bother him. Martha, you didn't expect to. Well, I think Kieran's going to turn out to be a more and more sympathetic person every week, I bet, right? Um, yeah. Kieran might be our Leah. Kieran might turn out to be our Leah. I don't know. That that scene after, uh, after the, you know, when they're sitting around patting each other on the back for killing killing the uh, jaguar, I, I said – I said out loud to Artie, I was like, I was like, all right, who's going to start yelling piggy? And he's and yeah, right. he was like, what are you talking? About? He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, haven't you read Lord of the Flies? And he's like, no, I thought he had, but he hasn't yet. Oh my god, what grade is he? He hasn't read Lord of the Flies yet. He's in like eighth yeah, grade. Right? Ninth, ninth, ninth grade. Oh, it's coming soon. Maybe this year, maybe next year. He'll have to read that soon, right? I mean, or do people not read the Lord of the Flies anymore? That would be shocking. I who the hell knows. Um, it's not, it, I thought he's already read it on his own because I have the damn book. It's on his bookshelf in his room. So I thought he had already yeah. read it, actually. All right. I would like you to put it on Artie's summer reading list, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're telling um, to go watch the movie. There's a movie, too. Mm. Ah, the book's yeah, better. Yeah, there is. 
No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. At least maybe have them watch the movie. Yeah. I remember. I think we so, were, we watched the movie. I think when we did it, we watched the movie in class too. They had us watch it and compare it or whatever. Wow. I actually didn't have to read it until I read it later in school. Uh, I went to an all-girls school, and that's not the kind of book that they assigned to you in an all-girls school. Um, wouldn't have to read it. Um, but what do you think, think in all-girls schools so, they definitely have you read it? Because then they'd be like, they'd be like, see how bad boys are. Stay away. Boys are bad. Boys are bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, AJ. I'm gonna have a talk with those nuns next time I visit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what did you guys think of the part? Like, it was a, it was a little bit of a surprise this week where, so last week we saw Leah sneak into Ross's room oh, and geez, talk to him. Sorry. And this week it turns out that she's working in cahoots with the investigators and they put her up to it. And it was very disappointing that they were like, oh, Leah, if you help us get info from the boys, we'll let you call your abusive boyfriend for five minutes. Right? Like, that was really disappointing to me. Well, that Leah has not do that, you mean? Or that Leah well, has not? Yes, dis- yes, yes. Disappointing. About, so it was very disappointing to me that, I mean, we know Gretchen gets worse and worse and worse. But to to put this girl in touch with an abusive person who should be arrested. Wait, I thought. Hold on. Oh, this is where I'm I want to thought... say something and I can't say it. Okay. I don't I, say maybe, I mis- maybe I misread the situation. But I thought that because they said that the so the, the boy is trying it has been trying to get in touch with her because you know already still thinks she's at summer camp. I thought it was her friend, her best friend that was trying to get a hold of her, not the guy that I did he you know cut her off. No, because I, I she was the boy, that she boyfriend. boyfriend, but I figured they probably made it up. Was my guess. I think they made it up because she says to them. You won't hurt him. You won't do anything to hurt him, will you? And so that was what told me that it was the abusive author boyfriend. Because she says, you won't do anything to hurt him, will you? Like, no, no, we'll let you talk to him for five whole minutes tonight or whatever, right? I think it's the it's the author guy. Okay, so I saw that. I, I mean, I, could, I saw the scene differently. But right, I, Jamie? Did you think it was the author guy, Jamie? Well, Jamie yeah, knows, I think I'm sure. The, the, I think that they're saying that he cares about her and he's asking about her. I don't believe yes. at this point. That's what I think. I don't believe it's true, though. I think they made it up. Yes, you're right. I want. think they so were saying. I, took it. I can't remember. If you've been missing. Name or not. I'd have to go back, but that was definitely what I. I have to go back also, but. I thought they were talking about that guy, and they're like, he's been looking for you, he's worried about you, we'll let you talk to him. And what, for me, did it was, she says, you won't do anything to hurt him, right? I'm like, no, he won't. Let's let you talk to him. Um, and then at the end of the episode, she gets the phone, and it says, you got 45 seconds, choose carefully. Like, call him or call yeah. someone else, right? Um, which I'm not sure who put that in her toilet, but she knew it was going to be there. The cop. I think it's the, yeah, it's it's the, the black guy. It's the black guy. It's the black guy, right? He, it's the black cop, yeah. It's the black guy, yeah. Because he says to her, he goes, he goes, we found your knife in the toilet. And, yeah. you know, then she does that whole fake throwing up thing and goes in the toilet and there's a phone. Okay, so I don't think they would have left the phone if there was a knife in there. <laughs> this is where I was confused, though. Because, obviously, if Gretchen wanted to let her do something, she could let her do something. I thought, and was a little confused about that, is I thought that, yeah, I thought that, wait, Troy's his real name. I get so confused because I do the interviews. I can't remember the character's name, real name. 
um, the one you're talking about. I thought that he gave it to her without uh, Gretchen's knowledge. Did you take it that way? Oh, yes, exactly. The fact that it was his yes. Twitter. Okay. Because I was a little confused yes and no. with sort of thing. Yes and no. Or at least I they want her to when, think that anyway. Here's the thing. He could be saying, like, I found the knife in your toilet. I took it away. It could be code to her because he's on her side. It could be code because he's trying to trick her. Like, we don't really know. But I think it's – I think he – I think the fact that he's like, oh, Gretchen, I'm so mad that I got tricked by a 15-year-old is, is – I think he's on Leah's side. Um, although, yeah, I think he's I always mean, had a soft spot for the kids. Yeah, that's definitely what I thought, too. I'm not saying whether you're well, right he also Well, he also has an no, ethical streak that he knows what he's doing is wrong, right? Yeah, um, right. yeah I don't but, think he's with but there's this other thing going on where Leah is working wrong. Like Leah, who was kept on an island, like Leah's been through it, 47 or 50 days on this island in a very horrible situation. And like Leah knows what it is, and yet she's working rough to help them. Of course, at the end, she, at the end, she like tells them they're listening. Let's figure, like she, but she was working with I wanted them to say something about that, for, actually. I don't think Leah's dumb enough to believe that if she gets the information for them, that they're going to let her talk to somebody. I think she's doing what she's doing to get the information. And the reason she leaned into Raph and said, they're listening, I'll find another way. Because I think she, she knows they're listening. So if she finds yeah. out on her own without them hearing the conversation, she now has an ace up her sleeve. She has the information, and now she can actually use it. Because if they hear her, him, him telling her, she knows damn well, just be, you know, they're already going to know the information. They have no reason to give her what she wants. That's a good point. I haven't even thought about that. I'm, I've now, I'm not sure how it <laughs> exactly would play out, but... I could be wrong, but I just I kind of felt like that's a possibility. I agree with you, but I also felt there was a little bit of a moment where where Roth was about to reveal this really emotionally wrenching kind of a thing, and and that also I felt motivated her, like like that she was like, wow, you you like I can't trick this guy into revealing this really really hard horrible thing because of what I need. Like, I just thought there was a little bit of her also being a good person there. Compassion. And I, I, you know, yes. And I also think, the more I think about it, I think, like, Gretchen is really, like, she's kind of a voyeur. Like, she wants to know what happened on day 15. Does she want to know for her study, or does she want to know because she's, like, just wants to feel good that boys were violent or that boys failed? Like, she's, I I feel like. She's disturbed herself. She is. Oh, she is. Yes. I feel like trying to make the boys talk about what happened on day 15 is is not scientific. It's about it's about I don't know proving like, yourself right. Yeah, or and being a voyeur and wanting to know this and and so I thought there was a little bit of I, I mean Leah's not in on it, but I think Leah I felt like there was a bit of Leah being able to sense that this was a huge deal. And she's like, I can't make this kid, trick this kid into leaving, like, speaking this really traumatic thing on camera for those assholes 
right? Like, I just thought maybe there was a little bit also. I mean, I agree with you about Leah having a plan. Leah is definitely the master, the brains of this whole show, right? She's one million times Yeah, but, yeah I agree with Karen. I, but, I thought what Karen thought, though. I thought that she realized she's like, this isn't okay for me to do to this kid. Yeah. That was more yeah, thank you. But AJ. I like AJ's idea, too. I think that that... What he what you said is very smart. I just hadn't thought about it that way. I was more thinking Karen's line of thought. Yeah, and maybe there's both of them going on, right? Both of that's going on. Yeah, like she's like, I can't yeah. do this. I can't make this boy say this, but also that she's got a plan. Yeah, I might rewatch the last episode before you got because I'm like thinking I kind of want to watch it again. Like I'm thinking of all. This. I think I might help. There's, like, so much other stuff that happened that we don't even really have time to talk about. Like, I don't know, AJ, Jamie, your other stuff that you want to talk about, but the girls Um, in particular, so much is going on with the girls. Well, well, how about about the fact that Fatten is is starting to realize that Leah is right. She finds, you know, when she watches the sweater and she finds that number, and then then she uh, is looking at the journal – and then she's like, what the hell? And then she pull, you know, digs up the, the, the sweatshirt and compares it, and she's like, son of a bitch. Like, like she's mad that she's going to have to tell Leah she's right. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have to tell Leah yeah. she's right. <laughs> and it's not going to make, well, you know, make her Well, we know, here's the thing. We know at some point, whether it's between what happened at the bunker or it's what happened between those last few days of the island we haven't seen yet, we know that at some point Shelby finds out. So I think it's kind of, because that's what I was thinking, like something has to happen that it's all connected to that. Because remember, Shelby's the one that like helps her in the bunker. Oh, yeah, because Shelby's like hugs her and gives her a note. Help, Shel- Shelby's yeah. all in on it. I mean, after Shelby shaves her head yeah. and goes all whatever, she's, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really, I mean, we knew that, but it was a big surprise, I think, that to me. that Yeah, Adam, I like I mean, She started to put it together. And I like, Fatima's one of my favorite characters. I like her a lot. She's actually a very well-adjusted young woman. Like, she comes from a background where her parents are very strict. She's been forced to study cello, whatever, blah, blah. And I think originally they tried to position her as, like, sort of, like, being slut-shamed. But I think she has sort of a healthy sexuality, really, in some ways, right? Like, maybe not. I mean, she's comfortable, whatever. Um, She knows she's... Yeah, whether you agree with who she is, whatever, but she knows who she is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I I think I agree with AJ. Like, the look on her face was like, oh, I hate that Leah's right, but Leah's right, right? Like, she, she didn't have that Nora was in on it. Um, and and Leah will, I mean, Tatum will hate for Leah to be right, only because that makes Tatum wrong. And also it happens right at the time where Rachel is really losing it. Like, I mean, Rachel's been losing it for a while. Um, but Rachel's really losing oh, it. Are you talking about, wait, are you actually talking about Rachel, Rachel now? <laughs> I'm actually talking about Rachel, no, the girl. That, you mean, you mean oh, when she's going into, when yeah, she's going I'm into the water, thinking she's she, she, yes. yeah. Nora's sister, okay. Rachel, her name is Rachel, right? And um, she's really been yeah. losing it over the loss of, of Nora. I mean, she's going to the water and she's like, oh, she's, here she is. Uh, like, um, I mean, they're, they're not twins. They're adopted sisters, right? Um, no, I think they're supposed to be. No, they're not. They're not. Are they twins? They're not twins. They're not twins, right? They're, 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 they're sisters, but I don't think they're twins. I don't know. I thought they were. I could be wrong. And they're twins. Um, 
But she's very, like she's, I mean, she's really, I mean, it's not surprising she's losing it. I mean, that kid, my you, God, what she's been through. Yeah, but, I know. Do you think I mean, that, do you think, because going by just thinking about the conversation she had in the bunker with them where they said, like, asked her something about your sis, her sister and she said that's up to you. Do you think, she, I think, I take that to mean that in the bunker, at least, she knows her sister's alive. Would you agree with that? And that's totally a guess. I have no idea. I'm thinking. I have to go back to the episode. Are they? That's what I thought. Yeah, they're fraternal. I don't know if they're going to the episode, Jamie, but it's possible, right? Because it looks like Sarah's figuring it out. Yeah, because she said something like when they say, like, how does your story end or something? And she says, well, that's up to you. Like, I took that to mean that maybe she knew that she was alive back then. Or she guessed. I mean, I guess it could be she guessed or she knows. I don't know. Or she knew she was a betrayer. Like, it, it's clear that the girls are going to figure it out that Nora was the – I mean, in retrospect, it's yeah. a very bad idea for Gretchen to allow her to have a a book and to write this shit in it, right? And, like, uh, I'm sorry, if we were on a well, secret island and I and – a, I held a book that said, like, she knows. Wouldn't you guys be like, Karen, what the fuck are you doing? Get rid of that book, right? Um, the boys. Well, I think she, not didn't she burn the pages, though? A lot of them. Didn't she, like, rip some of them out and burn them or something originally Maybe. in the first season? I don't know. I don't know. She, but... Yeah, she did. She did get rid of some stuff, but she kept writing, so. Yeah. I just yeah. cannot believe. So when we saw her alive at the end of the episode, so – they're swimming in the water. There's a shark attack. Rachel's hand gets bitten off, but somehow and they, go back the they rescue Nora. But somehow Nora, so Nora's going to see, I don't know how they got her. Like, do, does, does, does Gretchen have a mini sub or something? Like, somehow with Maybe. all that, they decided it's better to save I, Nora and not Rachel. Like, I, I just, like, I have, well, maybe I have they the answer. Save, maybe. But that is a good question. I don't have the answer. To that AJ, what's your I, answer? I, I, I have the answer. Is going caving to shut up? Go ahead. It's, <laughs> no, it's not a going. Oh although I God. did think about the, although I did think about the Dharma shark, but that's not what my answer is. It's not a real <laughs> shark. It was a submarine shark, and it was a submarine shark that bit off her hand when they were putting Nora in the submarine. That would be even worse. That would mean that Rachel purposely bit off her arm. I think, oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And okay, I went okay, back yeah. and, and looked, and you guys were right. It was the boyfriend that she was looking at. But she never actually she called anybody. She turned the phone off. No, they she never turned the phone. She turned the phone off and stuck it in her pocket. So she had, yeah. we don't um, see who she actually contacts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's a good question. How did they save her? Unless they went back in after to save her where she got out of there or something. But that does make you question that she must have like either been hurt for a while and got away because they obviously didn't go after her to save her while the girls were there. They would have had to do it after the fact. I hope it doesn't end up that it's just bad writing and they forgot about it because that's really an important question that I hadn't even thought about. It makes Nora seem like a very bad person. So Nora, to me, Nora was not the most, I mean, Nora was meant to be sympathetic. I didn't love her, but they, they meant her to, you know, she's like this sort of like, 
is she neurodiverse, spectrumy, whatever she is, and, and her sister's mean to her, Rachel's mean to her a lot and whatever. But she makes the decision and she does this stuff. And, like, I'm not buying the part where Nora was like, oh, I'm worried about my sister, so we're going to do this. Like, Nora had her own reasons, and Nora should have bailed out very early. Um, and for Nora to be alive and to be, like, I mean, I don't know why they allow her to be in the in the bunker and be watching the video or whatever. Like, that's crazy also. But Nora has a lot to answer for if she knew about this and let it happen, right? Um, yeah. Well, Cause of bad Probably they rescued her after her sister was already hurt, I would assume. Uh, but she could have, she would have happened because you didn't say to them, you guys, guess what? It's an experiment. I'm in on it. This is bullshit. Let's get out of here, right? Like, she went along with yeah, it till the moment her sister's arm was bitten off, right? Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. As soon as she found out that happened, she should have been like, no, we're done and threatening them. But and, and I don't I know. That's say, the reason why this season needed more episodes. There's certain things they did. Kind of, kind of the best person. So, look, this is a horrible person, but... Like Jeanette was also in on it. Jeanette, you know Jeanette, who dies in the in the first episode, left. Yeah. It's kind of bad. I gotta say, like, so Gretchen's son is look. He he was responsible for a death. He probably didn't intend it, but he was responsible for you know a death in his fraternity. And Gretchen coerces him into like being, you know, part of the the boy's shipwreck, and he supposedly dies. But he's very angry and he's like mom you're the worst bitch i never want to talk to you again or whatever he says right like he's i can't believe you did this and i have to give him credit he's the only person on the entire show who so far has (laughs) been like you're the worst (laughs) no you're really right um although yeah i kind of question the fact that they had them see somebody get killed to see how they reacted just because that happened to jeanette unless it was more like they wanted to make the two teams even by having the same experiences I don't, oh, I don't Jeanette know. Jeanette was killed by accident, right? Jeanette was Jeanette was yeah, killed by mistake. She was she was injured prior to getting on the plane. Remember what she saw? And, the and right, yeah. but I mean the and fact it, that one of them died. I guess I mean. But though I have to also question that the the kids weren't that upset. He I mean they were upset he died when he died, but they got over it really quick, didn't they? I was <laughs> so just going to say that. that yeah. <laughs> we forgot about DJ. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. DJ because they haven't they they got over him really quick. <laughs> Well, or at least we didn't see it because they, or or at least we didn't see it because they they jumped around a lot quicker with the boys. Yeah, well, they don't have enough time yeah. to explore everything. That's part of the well, problem. No, well, no. Yeah, I, you, you guys know, are both right. The boys don't get a whole season like the girls did. We already know the mystery. We know the secret. The boys are just not going right. to have the time to. I hate to show say us. this because I think the both part. I think the best part of the show is the girls. And I think that if they hadn't yes. put girls in, people would have been really mad and the show wouldn't have got watched. But at the same time, I almost feel like certain things may have been better if they were only going to get the eight episodes if they had done the whole season on the boys. So they should have at least done, like, more of the off. boys and added time for the girls. You know, like, they really needed those ten episodes. They really did. I've said from the beginning that's well, – I think that's well, no, what I, I agree. Wish I don't... said I don't know why they shortened the season. Well, I think that's the I kind of wish they writer and producer. I wish they I wish they hadn't done the boys at all. Uh, to me, the boys are not well. <laughs> um, adding a lot. The boys' storyline is 
And, okay, it's because the boys are not getting the time maybe they, that the girls had and they deserve them, whatever, that's fine. But if they didn't have time to do it, I, I feel like, they I don't know, to me, yeah. yeah, maybe if they had the 10 hours and they could make the boys, I feel like the boys are, I think like the boys are more extreme than the girls because, I don't know why. Maybe it'll play out before it ends. But right now I feel um, like, really, the boys are not, their storyline's not as compelling, it, it's, and yet it's more, and yet it's, it's so much, it's more over, it's more traumatic. More, the boys are in a way worse. The boys have been through a lot more than the girls. Maybe that's Gretchen. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's not, I just want to see the girls. Like, when I see the girls having a funeral, to me, that was so much more interesting than, than even the boys killing the, killing the, the panther well, whatever it was. Right? Yeah, that's why I was saying, um, in a way, it would have been better if they had done more to the, to the boys, but at the same time, you wanted to see the girls, so it didn't work, wouldn't have worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree with you, Karen. But no, I I agree with you. But given what Rachel's experience, what (laughs) what Gretchen's experiment is, you kind of can't do it. You kind of can't do it without the boys because then if if you if you're just getting you know if they don't see the boys or all we ever see is the girls, all we're getting then is a bunch of exposition from somebody talking about why the girls did better than the boys. So, um, I, I didn't know that you can ten episodes. If they had ten episodes, I think it would be better. Um, the boys have grown on me a little bit. They've gotten better. The first episode, I was like, ah, uh, you know. But then watching, you know, you know, up to episode five now, the boys are, you know, have kind of grown on me a little bit better. Um, we're not gonna like, you know, you're right. The girls' storyline is so much better and so much more enthralling. Um, I don't think we're ever gonna get to that point with the boys. I think, you know, the whole purpose of the boys is just so that we we have the two different sides, for you know, for Gretchen's experiment. So as things play out. Now, let me ask you oh, guys, yeah. actually, a really important question. Um, how many seasons can this go? Uh, personally, I think it should end on season three. I don't know what you can do after. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, the season finale, they're, gonna, they're all going to be off the island. Off, you know, off their perspective, respective islands, because you know we know we already know how many days they're both there. The guys are around thirty, the girls are around fifty, and the last episode I think is day thirty-three, fifty-six, or something like that. So let me. That means this next is, what I'll is say. all bunker. No, don't say anything, Jamie. This is what <laughs> wait, 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 no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. You've you've, you've already seen you've, you've seen the finale. I don't want you saying anything when I'm speculating. No, about no, you. I'm just saying. They definitely need a season three, though. They have to at least give us. Oh yeah, three. absolutely. I hope so. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Oh, see, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm not sure it should end for season two because I'm not sure that where they would go for season. Like, I get that it can't be ended after season two, but I'm not sure there's enough story for season three. Like, I watch the finale. Well, that's why I'm saying. But that's that's why I'm saying I don't see anything more than a season three. Yeah, and, and, and so I wonder for season three. So season one was all the girls on the island. It's terrible. Season two is the boys on the island, but the girls also. Season, like, ultimately, if you're going to play the story out to the end of it, does this story have to go to the downfall of Gretchen? I mean, it has to, right? Like, Gretchen is, like, the most horrible person, and this is the most ridiculous experiment. The boys are supposed to be the um, 
the control group, which is insane. They're not in any way control group. But anyway, like, 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 I don't like Gretchen. I'd like to see this fail, but I don't really want to see a season three where it's about Gretchen. Like, I'd be probably happy for Leah to put a knife through Gretchen's neck, and that's the end of it, right? I don't really. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not that interested I, I, in a long Gretchen takedown. Oh no, no, I don't think there needs to be a long Gretchen takedown, but I can definitely see, you know, another, you know, a season three of another eight episodes, maybe even six to wrap everything up because obviously we have to get, you know, it's not going to happen in the next three episodes, clearly. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of got to get to yeah. that, you know. My, my, I think my point to ask you the question more is I can only see one more season. I can't see anything beyond that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one more season tops, yeah. So it goes three seasons maybe. We see, like, maybe the boys and the girls coming together and, you know, I mean, it, like, it has a little bit of an Orphan Black, you know, we saw Orphan Black where it was the girls, then the boys got involved, the boys kind of ruined it, but then they sort of came together, but not really at the end, and that kind of thing. Like, I could yeah. see that sort of storyline happening, right? Well, watch the rest of the season, see if you still feel the same. Uh, you've watched, so there's three more episodes, and we will... We will watch the three episodes. That's it. Next week, we're going to talk about the whole rest of it, right? So we'll know. Yep. Yep. Sounds like a plan. All and right. you're leaving yeah, soon, aren't you? When, when, when are you leaving again, Karen? I'm leaving on Saturday, and I come back next Friday. So I will not be oh, available. I won't be available, really, for the next – next Tuesday, I'll be in a place where my – Internet access, my phone access will be very chancy. I will not have internet access next week. You don't have to I leave on the cruise. I leave on my cruise on May 30th. I'm going to a cabin next week in Southern Maryland. I come back, then I go on a cruise for two weeks. So I'm basically not around for the next three Tuesdays after tonight. Sorry. Okay. Here's so my how are we going to wrap it up next week? So how are we going to wrap it up next week if you're not going to be here next Tuesday? Yeah, I know. I Wait, might be able to come next Tuesday. I'll be in I'll be in the state of Maryland next Tuesday. Maybe I'll be able to call you guys. I'll test a call for you guys over the weekend, all right? Okay. Hello. I'm trying to that's, ask you something. That's, that's, I know you said you don't have what? cell. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, I thought maybe you couldn't hear me. Maybe me did. No, I was just going to say, you don't have Wi-Fi either, right? Because I was going to say, even if you don't have cell service, if you have Wi-Fi, you could use, like, Skype or something. But I didn't know yeah. if you had either. We I only we have, have there's only Wi-Fi at the ranger station, so I could, like, if I see oh, okay. outside the ranger station, I might have it. But I might, like, there's limited cell phone service. My Verizon is better than others. I'll, I'll test it and tell you. I probably won't be here on Tuesday, but I will test call you guys so on we'll like, Sunday or Monday. So we'll do, we'll yeah, do I didn't know you were going. Whether or not we talk about it, because I don't know that we should wait three weeks. But Don't wait. Don't wait. We can no, always talk wait. about it. We can always talk about it, and then you can tell us what you think when you come back. It's going to be. Or I can text you my thoughts, which I'm sure will be very significant. My thoughts. That's, I'll have, that's I'll have true feelings. as well. That's true as well. <laughs> yeah, All I right. didn't realize you were going away. I didn't realize you were going away this weekend, also, because you had mentioned that you know your your cruise. I didn't know you were going yeah. away this weekend. Otherwise, I would have. Otherwise, I would have suggested that we uh, we had done we four and four. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, if I, I know that last week, because I'm going away a second time. And, and, and I, 
and when I texted everybody, I even said that, basically, and nobody told me, corrected me, Karen. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to a state park, and there's, okay. like, it's very remote, but we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll see do a test, anyway. do a test call when you get there, and we'll go from there. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll so, just be me and Jamie next week. Yeah, we'll see. Um, the other thing I just before the, sorry, I don't want to go on to this if we're not done. No, go ahead, Jamie. Go. No, I mean, are we done with Wild? This isn't about. No, I think I think we're I good. Think we're done. I think we're yes, good. I think we're good. We're done. Okay. No, I was just going to say I happened to see a, a Facebook post where I was talking to you guys. They put up because I knew it was we knew it was coming out, but they apparently released a trailer for um, She-Hulk. Oh, oh yeah, that I watched She-Hulk. it tonight. I She-Hulk, yes, it I'm very excited. Yeah, so, so that was my comment. When, <laughs> when I went to see um, the Doctor Strange the Multiverse last week, there was a trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder, and there mm-hmm. is a moment where you see She-Hulk, right? Like, there's a moment in that trailer where you see. Um, there is. I think who's going to be she? Right? Don't you see? I felt like I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a woman Hulk there, right? Didn't I see a She-Hulk in that for a second? I think I, I did. Mm-hmm. I, mean, granted, I, don't... I mean, granted, I know that She-Hulk is coming and that it's Jane, right? So maybe, I mean, maybe what, what I saw was a Jane. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. No. No, She-Hulk. Hold on. She-Hulk is Tatiana. And it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's a show. The series. No, but but isn't Natalie Portman going to play Hulk in a future movie? No. no. I think she's I've playing. That. Nope. She is she's playing Thor. Jane is Jane. Jane, oh, Jane is going to be Thor. Thor. In Thor. Thor: Love and Thunder. You're right. I'm totally wrong. You're totally wrong. I'm. I saw her holding the thing. She's <laughs> like, Thor. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's Thor. Right. I'm totally wrong. Okay. I'm being Thor. It sounded like a do 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 like. You're wrong. That was funny. I just timed it. Was me. Sorry, I was wrong. I didn't no. see a, a woman in a... <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's move on because that was embarrassing. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> oh, but right, you know do you have anything I, else for us, Jamie? I do say... um, okay, go ahead, Jamie. Warville's coming out. You guys don't watch that. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't really um, help. <laughs> No. I, oh, I did want to tell you guys, I finished watching The Man in the High Castle this week, which I think oh, I've told good. you a couple times I've been watching it. Um, you guys both don't watch it, but I just finished it. Um, and it's very multiverse in its final season. Um, and I, I know that you guys are probably not going to either of you watch the show, right, ever? Um, but I want to say I thought about you a lot because the rules they set up for their multiverse made me think a lot about um, so their rules are kind of the opposite of Marvel. So in the Man in the High Castle, they have a multiverse, and this is a Philip K. Dick novel, right? Um, and their multiverse mm-hmm. rules are you can only go to another universe where you don't exist. So if you've been killed, you were never born, or if you were – you have to make space. There can only be space for you. So if you get killed or you're never born, then you can go to that universe. But you can't go to yeah, universes where you already exist, um, and that actually becomes a thing that plays out in the story, like where you can go and who you meet and what happens in there, right? And how you and how you 
when you show up and you're like, oh, I'm Jamie Ruby. I, uh, and they're like, wait, Jamie Ruby died when she was three. And you're like, oh, because I'm from a different universe or whatever. But I thought it was a really interesting <laughs> rule. It was an interesting rule to play by, right, that you can't. And uh-huh. they actually, in, in the Manhattan High Castle, they have sort of a portal. And, or actually there's a, there's a way to, to transcend the, the actual plane. But whatever. Anyway, you, can't, you can only visit where you don't exist. It was kind of cool. Like, after I had just seen the, the multiverse where Dr. Strange meets ten versions of himself, right? Mm-hmm. That cannot cool. ever happen in Man High Castle because you can't ever. Yeah. I don't know. It was. It, I just thought of you guys because it was a cool way to set up your rules. Yeah, I'd like and to eventually it. watch that. I forgot all about it. I never remember to get there. It's I got pretty good. It's four yet. seasons. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to – I don't think there's anything else. That I've seen. You guys are going to talk about your show. Um, the only thing I wanted to say is, Karen, um, I need you, although I could have texted you this, but I'm going to tell you, you need to send me those video files so we can get that done before you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been waiting for, yeah, but I was waiting on you, and you're waiting on me. Okay, yes, tomorrow. Yeah, I don't have them. <laughs> they never or send tonight. them to me. Sorry. I need you to send them to me. All right. You can do it. I'm not going to when do it hang up. I'm not doing it at 12 o'clock in the morning. So that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, send them to me, okay, and then write it up. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. I, well, I will talk to you later. Um, AJ, I'll, I guess I'll probably talk to you next week, and we'll decide yep. what we're doing. And, and hopefully, Karen. All right. Yeah. All right. Karen. Good night, Jamie. Okay. Okay. Night, night. Good night, night, Jamie. Night. Bye. 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 All right, AJ. So now we have um, Star Trek Strange, yes. Strange New World, right? That's what it's called. How do you like those episodes? Yep. Um, it was different. <laughs> to remember what happened. Yeah. Well, there's a comet, right? They're like, this comet is threatening this planet, and they're like, oh wait, it's not a comet at all. Is it a spaceship? Is it not yeah. a spaceship? Is it an entity? What is it? Right. There's all that. Yeah, I actually made I a joke thought- at one point when Uhura's um, doing the, all the singing and the melody and everything when they were on the the, the not comet. Um, I was like, ooh, music sues the savage comet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was an okay storyline. I didn't really like the whole bit about how they communicate through music or chords or whatever. Because I thought it was too similar to the season finale of Discovery, where they find out that the aliens communicate through. It was like it was like amino acids or chemical chemical like chemical well, formulas, yeah. right? That they communicate through or whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is wasn't at all the same, but it's kind of the same, right? Like they're. Yeah, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. But it, it's like, I mean, it feels the same to me, right? Not the same, but but it feels like the same sort Simil- of similar story. Enough. Yeah, I hadn't uh... Yeah. So I didn't love that. I did I did like the part of the story that was the Lieutenant Uhura origin story kind of, right? Um and because I don't are the films canon, are the AJ are the are the J.J. Abrams films canon? Because, like, when no, when, they're when the Chris the, the J.J. Abrams movies are alternate universe. Okay, because when the when the Chris Pine movie begins, Uhura 
who's played by Zoe Saldana, right? And yep. Spock are already together. They're already together and like in love and dating or whatever. And this takes us to when they first meet. And of course, last week we saw that Spock's engaged with somebody else. And so those films are not. I mean, this is a totally different. No, this At is. Any rate, no, this this is the this is the um, original universe. And all that JJ and stuff like never happened or is not going to happen. No, because it's an alternate universe. Right. All right. So, at any rate, I enjoyed the Uhura. I mean, so so it's original universe. So, Lieutenant Uhura, who we know in the in the in the original series, original series, 50s, yeah, is who this person is going to become, right? And yes. I I kind of liked that part. Like, I liked the part that it was about uh about her having her on the ship and whatever happens to her. It felt very Star Trek-y, especially it felt very next generation, I think, in a lot of ways, this episode. But I liked that, the way they try to, I mean, do I like her? I like her enough. I don't know. Did you like I her? Like Did you like it? I like, you... I like I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that they've retconned Uhura. Because yeah. she never met Pike prior to the Menagerie episode. <laughs> That's correct. Of yep. the original yep. Star Trek. Right. Yep. So I'm, and the Menagerie I, is like, I, I, is I'm like trying, super significant. Yeah, I'm trying to just ignore it and just go with it. <laughs> but it just it bothers me a little. Because um, yeah. Star Trek usually doesn't retcon stuff like that. So I uh, I just mm-hmm. I got to let it go. Um I like Ortega. She's fun. <laughs> oh, I like her too. She's yeah, prank. she's cool. She's she's the prankster. She's a little bit like um. I mean, she's a little bit like, not really, but like Will Riker was on. He was a little bit of a jokester on you know on Next Generation and Mister One and Every. I like her. She's very confident, right? She's pretty yeah. cool. I like her. Um. She kind of reminds me of uh, Reno a little bit with her, with her, yes, um, yes. Deme- with her demeanor. Yeah, and I, and I like this like early kind of nerdy Spock. I mean, this Spock is not—he's not unlike the Spock we saw in Discovery. He's he's very unlike the Spock we see. He's more like original series. He's very unlike the Spock we see in later years. Like yeah. Spock, he gets more and more emotional and. Yeah. But I, I kind of enjoy this early Spock who doesn't, who can't barely communicate with you. Not that he can't communicate, but he has no, he can't comprehend. Well, it's like yeah. at the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, um, when he kind, when he he kind of forces a laugh, and they're like, did Spock just laugh? <laughs> you know, like yeah. he tried, you know, he tried to. He's like, well, what, you know. When something ba- you know bad happens, sometimes you know the best thing you could do is just laugh. And I mean, his laugh was so yeah. mechanical. He was like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He was very. Yeah. He was. Um. I mean, uh, what, I'm you... not sure. Go ahead. There you go. What did you think about What's... so the alien race that they were talking to, who like um, escort the the not comet. I don't remember 
what the heck the name of the thing is they called it. But anyway, um, and they said if Monatsu or whatever the heck it was called decides not to hit the planet, then it won't. If it hits the planet and has to sacrifice itself in the process, then that's what it'll happen. You don't interfere. Um, so what did you think about the fact that it basically turns out that it seems that this being, whatever it is, um, was basically going past this planet to help change its um, landscape to help the people, and it foresaw Spock, what he did, to steer it clear of the planet, and that was like the plan all along. Or at least well, that's what's implied. I mean, so in the beginning, I really didn't like those those guys who were the escorts of it, right? Like, they were really yeah. annoying it. You knew it was going to turn out to be wrong. I mean, I, I, I think the show is trying to play with, you know, I mean, in the end, they were like, are they precognitive? Did they see it was coming? Because they're all playing with Pike having seen his own death, right? Uh, so, to me, it bothered me a little because I was like, oh, it's episode two, and we have two episodes where he's concerned with his own death, and I get it, but is this entire... I don't want to watch 10 episodes of him every week being like, I might die. What should I do, right? Yeah. Like, I... I This is now two weeks in a row. And so, I mean, they have this little precognitive thing. However, I do think we've seen episodes where maybe not of this show. Maybe Data could calculate. Maybe we've seen it on other shows, science fiction shows, where... You could calculate every po- – we've seen Dr. Strange do it. Dr. Strange calculated every single possible outcome and chose the one that would lead where it had to go. So did the comet see the future, or did the comet calculate every possible – this is the one that Dr. Spock is going to do. He's going to fly his little thingy here and do whatever, right? Right. I don't know. But it was definitely presented as as precognitive or as faith. Right, as as they had seen the future, they predicted it. You know, even Spock was like, "There's no way they could calculate my little chunk of ice." Um, right. And they so, did. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I guess I I wouldn't hate it, except like, like that's tied to Pike thinking about his future. I'm not I'm not upset with that. Yeah. Like, like they left us off last season with the man that saw his future and is going to die. I think it's okay for that to be part of the show, but I don't want to be every single week, right? I don't know. Is it me? Yeah. Should I not be worried about I, it after only two weeks? No, no, I I agree. I I really hope they kind of tone down on it simply because, and honestly, I'm I felt like it was a one-off. It, when, when we see it on Discovery originally, I felt like it was a one-off, um, and it yeah, wasn't really going to be brought Last year, up. Yeah that much again because this is something that isn't going to happen for another eight years all right yeah, i'm trying to think how long right. spock i'm trying it to think 10 because yeah. I, I know because i know i know spock is with pike for uh 11 years like 11 and a half years and he's already okay. been with pike a couple years i'm not sure how many so i'm gonna say it's like seven or eight years in the future that this is going to happen. You know, I mean, at the end, you know, um, number one makes the suggestion about changing it, you know, since he knows the name of all the cadets that he saves. 
So you see him pull up the names of all the cadets, and they're all children still, obviously, because this is still something 10 years, you know, possibly, you know, t- 10 years away. You know, you see the kids, right, they're like, yeah. eight, you know, like maybe like 12 years old. So you figure they're eight children, years, they'd yeah. be 20. That would make sense. They'd be, you know, 20 years old, cadets. That makes perfect, you know, this all makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So I hope they don't focus on it too much because it's way down the road, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You want to start worrying about it as you get closer. I get that, but worrying about it all these years before. I mean, what are you going to do? Convince one of these kids right. not to become a cadet, and then that changes the future, maybe. Yeah. Right, and that doesn't change I mean, his own future, right? And that's and, the thing. And that's the and that's the thing. He saves them all. He saves the kids. And I mean, we know. Yeah. That he doesn't die. That he doesn't die, but he's horribly, you know, burned and disfigured, and he's. Figure, riding yeah. around in a, a you know riding around in a wheelchair where you know one one light means yes and two lights mean no. <laughs> He's basically a severed head. He becomes a severed head in the future. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, we know that he gets to that point, and I think it has to go there. I don't know that they can change that. Um. They can. No, maybe I doubt change... that creates that creates problems. Because they can maybe I mean, change if, if, how you know, and when it happens. It's, you know, Star Trek yeah. is pretty good on, you know, what happened, happened. You know, um, it's, we've already seen, I mean, with all these different shows, you know, you got the original series, you got PNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager. You know, you've got all these shows where everything has already happened, and now we're getting prequels. So you have to stay in line to lead up to what we already know, you know. Changing it yeah. is problematic, especially since all these shows are very interconnected. Um, Discovery, they found a way to do a prequel and then jump, you know, 900 years into the future where it doesn't matter anymore. You know, we don't have any steps that we have to follow. Well, I think if there's stuff they want to mess with, that's fine, but it can't be the zoo, right? Like, you could maybe mess right. with... Like, if you can mess with Discovery. Oh, her being on the ship already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can mess with a little bit of, like, Next Generation. You can mess with her being on the ship already. You can't mess with, like, like really any part of Next Generation, but clearly, I mean, any part of the original series, but clearly landmark episodes like the zoo. You just can't, like, Chris Pike is going to end up in that condition at some point. You yeah. Can't go there. And the idea that in this episode number one is like, well, maybe it doesn't have to go that way. I'm like, oh, really? It kind of does. I'd like to see a little more of her. I feel like number one is a little bit not. It's only the second episode. Number one hasn't done that much. It is Rebecca Romain, right? Who you expect to have yeah. a pretty big role. Um, I do think, you know, this is another week where Miss Nurse Chapel was very flirty and assertive and like she's going to be a a big character and maybe a problem going forward right and your chapel well i mean a little bit of wild card well, yeah yeah you're, yeah yeah chapel's you know chapel's another one that shouldn't be there <laughs> right yeah she should be on it now and also sam kirk right sam kirk is injured in this episode and they've established that sam kirk Sam Kirk, I don't have a problem with because he's not on the Enterprise when we meet. Later. Yeah. 
game, you know, yeah, everybody later. So I don't really have a problem with that. And I mean, Sam Kirk was in what one episode of the original series when he's right, talking yeah. to Jim, you know. And yeah. and as far as you know, whether or not he knew Pike before that, that's that's irrelevant. That you know, my problem with her right. is because when when they bring Pike on the Enterprise in the Menagerie, she's not like, oh, Captain Pike, oh my God, I, you know, yeah, no. I met you, yeah. No, it's totally new to her, yeah. So, but like I, mean, I said, I'm trying to get over that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do like it so far, but I have to say, I really, you know, I'm a big fan of Anson Mount. I really have been a fan of his since. Yeah, I do too. Um, Hell on, since Hell on Wheels. Um, I like him a lot. Uh, and so I'm definitely willing to give him a good chance on this. Yeah, and I like the guy playing uh, Spock, too. He's, uh, I feel oh, like he's done a really good job so far. I like him, yeah. He's pretty, he's a good, I mean, it must be hard, like, you're an actor, and your whole life they're like, please try to show some more emotion, please try to do whatever, and then you play this guy that you're yeah. supposed to, like, not react, not have emotion, not do anything. I'm sure that's hard. Yeah. Um, it's got to be hard to play Spock, and he's pretty good. I like, and he looks like him. I mean, not that you have to look like him, but he looks like him, and yeah. I like that guy. So, I mean, two episodes, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it's definitely going to go a couple of seasons, and we'll see what happens. Yep. All right. So Um, that's a wrap for us again this week. That's it this week. Hopefully hopefully we have Karen back with us next week. Maybe she will, maybe we won't. (laughs) At the very least, we'll have her text message thought that Jamie and I will uh, discuss next week. My rant. Yes, I'll send you my deep thoughts and my rants. There you go. All right. Then you have a good week, so, and I'll talk to you soon. All you right. too. Enjoy your weekend. If I don't talk to you next week, okay. enjoy your uh, cabin weekend. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And you for a Good night. Until next time. Good night. <laughs>